and we are live hey girl hey concrete what's up girl girl why you sound so dry what the heck what's that what's that about girl i'm tired i ain't never oh. been so tired in my <laughs> life you still working your behind off yeah i really thought i was gonna be like this housewife <laughs> Baby, I ain't even mad at you for dragging your energy uh, if, if if that's what it relates to. Because I'm telling you, you make me tired. Like it's a lot, sis. So I, I'm not mad at you. I understand that it's a low energy day, and you are entitled to that. Because baby, you working, working, sis. You working, baby. Working. Listen, and and it seemed like he add on an extra activity every <laughs> every day. Like tell him to cut you some slack because it's supposed to be honeymoon season. He got to take it slow. Girl, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. <laughs> hey, did you remember the, what the hell is going on, baby? Y'all talk about free curling, free sister George, like free my good sis, free her, please. Girl, mm-hmm. I've been stuck in the house all week. I don't even know what to do with myself. Concrete. I'm just tired. I know what you can do with yourself. You got a lot of work to do. You don't have time to go outside. Outside where it's not gonna be no hot girl summer for you, sis. It's a Cinderella summer for you. Baby, that part. Mm -hmm. Anywho, what else is going on, honey? How is your week going? Um, my week isn't too bad. Um, I uh, it, it's a week. <laughs> no, I it's been a decent week. I have a ton of things to do, and I don't feel as productive as I typically feel. Um, what the not, Jamaican you know, them rested? Well, I, I mean, what the hell is going on? Do we switch that, places? Um, I haven't rested at all, really. I just like have a mental goal of like if I have a list, let's say I have a list of 10 things to do. I have a mental goal of two things per day, but I really want to try for three things per day. And my list, I'm just not checking as many things off of my list because some things are taking me longer or there's some extra steps and that kind of just throws off my whole mojo. So I, I probably should have taken, I should have taken a day off and I feel like it would allow me, because listen, this week is Father Father's Day. In addition to the fact that this week is Father's Day, next week is oh, my daughter's it is Father's Day, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Hello. Oh, so you got to squeeze that in there too. So next week is my daughter's birthday, and um, they are like, but I pay for a trip for my daughters to go to Miami to celebrate their birthday. That's like part of my birthday gift to them. But wait I wait also... a minute, you pay for them a whole trip to go to Miami? Yeah, so they can go and just like hang out and do something fun, like have a little bit of sister time and um, their birthdays are two weeks apart. So I just wait a minute. Like, so okay. you gave them a trip to Miami and you gave me a calendar and a mug for my. OK, you know, bet it up, bet, bet it up. I, bet I it want up. them to do something different. I want them to have experiences because every year I buy them all this stuff for their birthday. And I'm like, I want to try to have experiences. And I told them I'm not buying them for their birthday, but I really am. So now I got to hurry up and rush and get a gift. Plus, I want to um, with with your list. <laughs> Your scribe, your, no, your scroll, I guess is what it would be referred to. Um, I'm going to do something nice for you for your birthday, especially since you since you in the area. If you if you get your permission slip, slip sign, um, I'm going to do something real nice for you for your birthday. 
Girl, I think I'm getting ready to run away from home, child. Anyway, <laughs> then you talking about ain't no rest for the weird girl. He ain't even <laughs> bought me a, a cup of Hennessy, baby. I don't know. I baby, maybe <laughs> no rest for the weary child. I can't. He, he feels zero sympathy for you. Wow. Who's buffering? Girl, Am I buffering? No, you sound fine to me. Oh no. Uh, they said that there was some buffering. Okay, well, sorry, my bad. Well, um, I'll be all right. I I got a whole attitude today. Shout out to Demetrius. Thanks, Demetrius. He says, So, what is y'all's goal with trying to cape for toxic baby mamas? Y'all got me kaput in thought. Anyways, good afternoon. He must have been talking to you. Listen, he's feeling some type of way. Wait a minute, it's showing your membership badge. I can see it. Oh, oh, okay. Um, it's showing it, Demetrius. Maybe it's me buffering. Can you um give me thirty seconds? I have everything pulled up, and I'm gonna get off my phone and get on my laptop. Oh, okay, girl. You know okay. what? <laughs> Lord, I'll be right back. Yeah, girl. Anyway, what y'all got going on? Uh, while Concrete get her wireless together, child, cause mm, Jay, <laughs> listen. I actually heard somebody else talking. I want to say I heard Reg the bad guy talking about it. And so I went back and watched the end of it. Oh, man, I died laughing. Obsidian's like, why would you even have him on your show? You don't need to be having that guy on your show. Bernard's goofy ass is like, well, you know, you had that white man on your show. And, you know, I should be able to have whoever I want on my show. Baby, I was sitting over there hollering. I was like, oh my God. I what was she was tickling. hollering at? Um, but, um, Bernard and Obsidian. Obsidian telling uh, Bernard who he need to have on his show. And, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Honey, you know, uh, uh, Obsidian gonna run it, baby. Obsidian gonna tell you what your content need to be. Um, mm-hmm. how many words need to go in an essay? Um, yes. <laughs> what your, what kind of questions you need to ask, baby? Obsidian is going to run it, and he you tried it with uh Bernard today, baby. Uh-oh. I was laughing. I was like, was Bernard taking? How did Bernard take the commentary in stride, or he felt he got offended? I think. Um, I think he probably got a smidge offended, but not like, you know, he didn't go off because he don't go off. Oh, okay. But uh, he was like, well, you know, you had that white man on your show. And, you know, I should be able to have who I want on my show. That, <laughs> that sound like him. You sound just like him. Just I mean, like him. I'm voices down. You got to hear Curly do everybody's impression. But, ah! child, <laughs> yeah, child, I was done. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, Akalise, say, why are you talking about people's mamas? Because they need to be talked about. Shoot. Listen, yeah. we ain't even said nothing yet. Look, y'all triggered already. Let us get to it first now. Baby, they get uh real mad when you be coming up with these shows, girl. I was like, Concrete, you think we should do that? Oh, oh, really? oh, oh that's what happened. Uh-huh. Listen, they know whenever I have something shady to say that you behind it. What did I post? Uh, oh, uh, Serena and her boo. And um, somebody was in the comments like, it sounds like something Sister George put her up to. They know it. They know. Look, they, they got a firm grasp on, on it. 
Girl, of the dynamic of our relationship. That, girl, you cannot flunt, flunt uh, <laughs> swirls to these niggas. Baby, as oh. much as they like to interracially date, mm. baby, you cannot show them a white man with a black woman, honey. It, nothing makes a black man more pissed off and not at that. But you know, I can't talk about it too much. They said they don't care if um, they said they don't care. They they encourage uh, black women to swirl. But Baby. then again, then they say, don't nobody else want us. Oh, thank you, Ikapone. Then they say, don't nobody else want us. girl. Your ass is all the way up, girl. This Negro, you know, he come through the gate with some mess. Listen to the trucker. The vows say love, honor, and obey. Brother Curlin, please tell me you had the old school vows and not the feminist vows. We need that obeying it. Laughing my... Somebody time D-Mac ass out. I am sick of him. Time him out. Oh my gosh. Are you obeying? Are you obeying over there? Yes. Okay. Well, that's all that matters. I mean, now, listen, it's quite when it hard. Love, honor, and obey, it didn't say you can't complain. I don't remember nothing about the vow saying you can't complain. Shoot. Concrete this is a transition for my business. No, you can't complain. You can't. Oh. I mean, oh. I'm a single mother who was on the streets and he rescued me, girl. And so I just had to cook <laughs> and clean and wash the clothes and mow the yard and fix the carburetors and mm. make sure he's got some biscuits and gravy. And I mean, he just rescued me like a puppy from a pound. So I don't mind <laughs> that spirit. You need it's to go into good. voice impersonations. You know, girl. you may have a career in that. <laughs> you may have a career in that. Oh God, he say how to submit series. <laughs> uh, how to submit series. That's what we need. A how to submit series. Child. Well, leave it to them. We ain't feminine enough to tell women how to submit. So I don't know. <laughs> Concrete now, you know damn well you ain't submissive. Oh, yeah. So let y'all tell it. I ain't I, I don't even know what submission look like. Facts, big facts. That's why I was late coming mm-hmm. on to make sure my man had a nice home cooked full dinner. Pot rolls, carrots, potatoes, um, celery, uh, green beans, uh, not the ones out the can either, fresh, um, uh, hot water, cornbread, fried green tomatoes, and what else did I cook? Uh, and rice. This was a day? Uh, yeah, today after work, between work and this, baby, Curly about to get them ground beef tacos with some guys (laughs) with the seasoning, honey. You playing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you you made some spaghetti like normal people. (laughs) Listen, I've been saying that I was gonna cook the pot roast, so I'm like, I asked him what he wanted. He said, Go ahead and hook it up. The sister hooked it up. Look, look at Kit Clouds. Pot roast is white people food. Come on now, bro. Like, where's Kit Clouds from? Kit Clouds from Mars. He got to be. Nah, I bet he's from California, somewhere goofy like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know they eat vegan stew and shit. You know. No, you wrong. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's white people food. What he eat? That's black people food. Then uh, she should have made chickens today. What the hell? But basically, if it ain't got no hog in it, then it ain't black people food. I guess. Now look, concrete. We didn't already talk about girl. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sis. Leave a pig alone, boo. Listen, I don't do nothing with no hog. I told you, my my man was a Muslim for his whole life. We don't do nothing with no hog. 
That man wants some damn bacon so bad. <laughs> you better take this cardboard turkey bacon and um and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. No ma'am. No ma'am. Mm -hmm. uh, but what else is going on? Girl, I don't know, honey. Um, something going on with our video. Facebook playing with a not Facebook, YouTube playing with us, but I'm gonna leave YouTube to it. I don't know, child. Anyway, you heard Tupac uh Tupac's estate, honey. They released some pride gear yeah. in honor of Pride Month. I saw Tupac. that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a good idea. Oh, I mean, do you? Tupac was gay anyway. And so I think that with Tupac being gay, I think he should be a part of Pride. I, I, I think so. What you think about Wait Tupac? a minute. What the heck you just say? Come on now. I know you ain't attacking Pac's sexuality. We not about to do that. We 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 not. We not. We not about to do that. You probably, did you miss the corset in the teeth? Okay. Um, Listen, Pac was not. Okay, men wore interesting things back then. Today's today's man painting their nails, wearing pearls, man purses, and everything else. So that was just like a fashion statement. Oh. Mm. Don't come for Pac. Do not come for Pac. I did find it interesting that his estate was um, having some pride gear. I'm assuming <laughs> they're trying to jump on the boat, but like, why not just create some Juneteenth gear to jump? I mean, uh, we gotta they take jumped, it there. They jumped under the right cause. Pac was a gay black man. I don't know the Pac was. There was no evidence of Pac being gay. Come on now. That's the first thing a black woman want to do is attack a black man's sexuality. Come on. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, Ma'am, I'm saying, I'm saying mm -hmm. a man can be gay and talented at the same time. They can. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree, but Pac was not that man. Come a on, man bro. can be gay mm -hmm. and a rapper at the same we not, time. We're not doing that. We're not doing that at all whatsoever. There was no evidence of that man. Pac was uh, was heterosexual, and there's no evidence to the contrary. I think that maybe his estate is trying to be, you know, liberal and accepting and trying to be um, forward thinking by jumping on the bandwagon and creating some pride gear. But I don't think, I mean, Pac ain't here to endorse it, so we can't put that off on him. Yes, ma'am. He's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He is not Listen. gay. And they talking about Boy. if he was, he was raised by a single woman. So so then it's a Feeney's fault. Oh Lord have mercy. Here y'all go. Early. No, now his mama child, they're gonna leave a Feeney alone now. I mm. I, I get pissed off about her. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean it's all good, you know. Um yeah, but I'm gonna switch lanes because I don't want y'all getting mad over y'all looks. Please do. Let's go ahead and switch lanes, sis. Oh, but let's go. <laughs> let's go ahead and switch lanes. What else is going on? Okay. Now, did you hear about James Harden offering Saweetie a hundred thousand dollars for a date? Now, James said it is not true. He wouldn't give her a pack of now laters for whatever oh, reason. What he heard Ty City cashed out her some money too. I don't know how true that is, but can't. How did this information become public about James Harden, though? Girl, I have no idea. Like mm. no idea. But she was like, ah, I wouldn't accept it because I have morals. 
Ah, you should have took that money and went on, on, on. Um, so would you would you take a hundred thousand dollars to go out on a date with a guy? When you were single, would you have done it? Would you have went out on a date with a guy for a hundred thousand? Mm, I mean, first of all, I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't take a hundred thousand dollars, but I will say that if a man is sending you money to go out on a date with him, there is he's expecting some sort of payoff, and I don't want to feel as though. I'm committed to do anything with you because you cash at me some money and I agree to go out on a date with you. So I personally, I don't like stuff like that because I feel like you feel like you you buying me. I would feel like, you know, personally. <laughs> don't laugh. What are your thoughts? I mean, uh-huh. you already know. <laughs> <laughs> You going straight to the bank? <laughs> uh, girl, I see soon when I get back from Jamaica. Girl, I see you soon when I get back from Paris. Uh-uh. Listen. I mean, a hundred? Yeah. It's not the money that bothers me. It's what the money implies. Like, it ain't the money. I don't got a problem with the money. But I don't want you to think that you you have made a down payment and you know I'm doing something strange for a piece of change. Like I, that's just my issue. No, 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 no. Doing something strange for a piece of change would be like a nigga offering you forty dollars, forty dollars, and then being like, "What's up?" Hey, I, I got don't want to feel cheap though. Like it's not even a hundred thousand would make you feel cheap, girl. Any um, if you pay me anything to have sex with you, I'm gonna feel like no, like no. I'm putting he a monetary value on my sex. I know, but I'm saying okay. So he for me, it, it would like if if I knew that there were no strings attached and you were sending me a hundred thousand dollars and there were no expectations, then that would be different. Um. If I, I really felt like, oh, okay, I trust this guy. This is a long time friend. He just he got it like that, uh, and there are no strings attached. Handing out a hundred thousand just off GP, I wouldn't trust that. But if I was right. like, you know, prior to marriage, I'd be like, hey, you looking good? I wouldn't take you up with a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, sounds like a no-brainer to me. Just <laughs> what time you pick me up? <laughs> what bring, should your I gun, bring your gun and condoms, baby. It's going down. <laughs> listen, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all whatsoever. But concrete is like, no, no, I won't go. No, I'm not saying that. I just have to know that there is no strings attached, that there is not an expectation of anything. And, and let's go. Let's do it. Where are we going? I'm, I know you sending me $100,000. You flying me to Paris or somewhere. Like, I know we doing something extravagant if you um sending me $100,000 for a date. Just saying, concrete. It's a hundred, not not forty. I feel you. Listen, a whole hundred thousand. I understand that. Okay, if if a woman approached your man and asked you, could she take your man out for a hundred? Would you let him go? No. For a hundred, you wouldn't let your man go. No. What the heck? I look like like I don't. There's no price that I could put on. Like I, I feel like that would be the end of my relationship with you. I ain't with that indecent proposal stuff. Oh. That don't work for me. And I, I, I don't think he will go. Like, he is a different breed of man. And I don't think he would be cool with me. Like, I don't think he would be like, yeah, she can go uh, at all, whatsoever. I, we could be living in a cardboard box, and I wouldn't think that he would. Because he's just one of them people that's a firm. Like, you know how Sages are. Like, a, a principle, but not just that. He is also um, always thinking there's something underlying. So he would just 
automatically assume that it's something to it. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm just saying, but I wanted to ask you, oh no, we can read the super chats first. And then I wanted to ask you if you heard about something. Okay. Shout out to Nuradine. He says, Hey, sister George and C Rose. When I see those baby mamas with five kids looking at me to save them, <laughs> I'm going to you work at the welfare office because how you see all these women with all these kids all the time? That's what I want to see. looking at Nuradine like a piece of meat. I think Nuradine is a security guard at the welfare office. When the women's coming up in there for their food stamps, like they looking at her because I he always running into women with a bunch of kids looking at him. That's the only reasonable baby, explanation be on them heifers at that office baby he be like that <laughs> building baby he be there just watching <laughs> he got to because baby i can't make sense of it at all either that or he work at a homeless shelter is he working he run into a no, lot of he gotta shit. work at the youth center that's only <laughs> the boys and girls club you work at the boys that's and girls club the boys and girls club <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that makes sense girl cause Nerdine be on their ass like yes he do how you running into all these bums you gotta be in low level places yo bro. he run into most single single moms I, yes. I'm a single mom and he no more than I like god damn and all of them want him and want him to take care of their kids <laughs> it's like god dang what in the world you must got something written on your forehead that they can't stay away yeah, that's what Nerdine be doing. He be going to plenty of sessions <laughs> and looking at the girls that I'm a single mom with five kids and yeah. I to be treated like a woman and I ain't fucking on the first date. Nerdine be like searching these chicks out. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, he run into them like every every day. Like I'm trying to tell you. Nerdine, mm -hmm. we don't have to get you into a different circle, boo. Oh, that, that's what we got to do. I, I mean, he got to level up now. I mean, Nardine, always around, baby. Y'all get Nardine away from them damn single mothers. For the, one of them, get them. Please, please. You do. know, they say well, some of them girls got that snap. Okay. Um, shout out to Nardine again. He says, Sister George and C Rose, that lady is lying. Um, she was take it if you she would take it if you offer her 300,000. So who does she think she's fooling? Who are we talking Nobody. about? Sweetie? Sweetie? About Sweetie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to D Mac the trucker. He says, stop capping. Money motivates 99.9% .9 of black oh women. God. Be honest. Listen, um, D -Mac the trucker, money, money hmm. motivate 99.9% .9 of black women, but chicks that look like Peppa Pig uh, motivate 99.9% .9 of, of black men. So, I mean, hey, I guess we'd rather have a few bucks than uh, Porky the Pig land next to us. But, you know, it is what it is. Well, um, you wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you Listen. call it what, woman Peppa Pig? <laughs> Listen. You, going you, got another, you got another super chat or you want me to... Um, Go oh, ahead, baby, because you're going straight through hell. <laughs> He going, you going straight. Don't do that. <laughs> Listen, hey, they say going, goddamn He out. <laughs> I should ask him. Um, listen. Don't ask him because you're gonna be no. mad all night. Don't do no, it. No, and he's an honest person too. I told him. Don't today, do like, it. You don't even know how to lie. Like you don't you do it. Don't lying. ask shit you don't want to. Because I was trying to have him lie for something, and he just went on right ahead and told the truth. I'm like, I ain't tell you to say that. 
But um, Girl, so don't, say, don't tell no damn sad to lie for your ass. We feel like we so self-righteous until it comes down to our own shit. Like, go ahead and tell the lie. Tell it just like I told it to you. He's like, no, nah, I'm a uh. And just start spilling all the truth. I'm like, if I wanted to tell the truth, I could have did it. But um, nonetheless. <laughs> so um, did you see uh, Wendy Williams' child talking about spilling the tea, talking about how she was kicking it with Lamar Odom? What you think of that as, as a nice little match? Uh, two crackheads together, baby. Match made in heaven. Listen, both of them are reformed. So yeah, um, and if you know anything about people going through sobriety, mm -hmm. um, usually two addicts should never, ever, ever hook up, and. It's always a bad thing because everybody's not going to be on the same level of sobriety. You have mm -hmm. some people who end up like hard drugs, like let's say Wendy. And then, you know, they say Wendy was a coke addict, right? Yeah. And he was and on they, crack. They say Lamar was on crack. Now, mm -hmm. crack is a hard thing to kick for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So then if you have, uh, let's say um, she not doing coke, but she smokes a lot of weed. Um, or she drinks. Um, most people who end up on hard drugs still end up going back to some form of drugs, and it doesn't make it um very difficult for them to end up back on hard drugs, especially when they're with um somebody who may or may not take sobriety as serious. And we know Wendy has struggled with her habit for a long time, yeah. and so has Lamar. So I mean, yeah. I think it's a perfect match. Listen, I think that Wendy is too toxic for him. I feel like Lamar is fragile. That man was on the brink of death. So for some reason, I just feel like Lamar is fragile. And Wendy, just everything that she brings, she's just a toxic person. First of all, the fact that you deciding to spill the tea, if he was interested in you, I mean, I'm hanging with you, kicking it. Can I get to know you before you go blasting all my business to the world? Um, I just feel like she's just so messy. I, I, I think that it would be detrimental to his sobriety. And then not to mention the fact that, you know, she like a little nose candy too. Mm, baby, they gonna have a good goddamn time, baby. Uh, yeah, <laughs> D-Mac, I don't know why she thinking Lamar fragile. Uh, baby, if he done made Lamar. it off the brink of death, Lamar, yes. I I do feel like Lamar is fragile. Like that was a pretty scary thing. I don't know. I feel like for somebody who had the, he, you know, was on a championship team for years for you to even get to the point that you turn into crack cocaine, crack. I'm talking about crack. Like what we know of crack. We saw the crack era happen. You, I, <laughs> you know what? I always find it strange when you see like a new crackhead or when you like, what the hell is going on? Did you not? Girl. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing crack past. I agree. Nowadays, if you see a new crackhead, like something got to like, they got to be gone. Our generation, we saw what that did to like black people for you to be. 30 in your 30s, early 40s, 20s, and you doing crack. Yeah, it's it's something ain't right. Akili, didn't she say crack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like it just, yeah. I, I still feel like he he's fragile. And um I I don't, I think Wendy is a bad influence. I think they both are. Um, he hook up with Wendy Williams for no reason, baby. Water seeks his own <laughs> Get out of here. Don't do that. 
A so what? Girl, you know, I, had a, I had an old grandma. I had an old mm-hmm. grandma and, and some old aunts. And they tell you every time, water seeks its own level. Uh, yeah. Lamar, Lamar ain't naive to none of this shit. When, if he didn't did crack, he helped to every damn thing Wendy got going on. That part. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe we didn't right. it out. Uh, Sister Joyce Rose, I am a school bus driver. I see them because oh. I of their kids. That's why I'm getting my yeah. hands met so I can run away. Oh, <laughs> oh if he's a school bus driver, that makes thing. sense. He's driving one of them hood schools. You know, the mamas come out with the bonnets on, walking their kids to the bus stop and stuff. Yeah, he he gonna he see a lot. Yeah, like okay. the ones who eating hot Cheetos for. Baby, you already know. They come cursing the kids. I bring y'all. You know, you are uh, sticking their fingers in their mouth, wiping the slob off the kids' face because they ain't washed their face. Don't want the kids to be late for school because they don't want to miss, miss out on that free breakfast. Yeah, Nerdine, you probably do see some real low level folks. I, I, I see. That makes sense. Yeah, I, it makes a lot of sense now. But Nerdine, are they throwing a cat at you, Nuradine, when you when you picking them tears in up? That's right. the real They trying to get some of that bus check, um, baby. Some of that bus check, uh, money. What, what's what's going on? Why you? Why is it that you always insisting that these women with multiple kids looking for you to rescue them? How do you come to that conclusion, baby? Because they looking for a Nuradine, honey. They looking. <laughs> they waiting, baby. Listen, they, 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 they waiting. Mm-hmm. They want him to take them up out the projects, baby. <laughs> Listen, the is, I see y'all gonna cut up today. I'm not gonna <laughs> fool with y'all in this damn chat. <laughs> Shanti, <laughs> that's a real <laughs> child. Though. Y'all know y'all wrong. Listen, I am. Telling I'm not gonna do this with y'all today. <laughs> I'm looking at the damn chat. I'm like, oh, baby, oh, just go ahead and close the chat down because they will have you off baby, your air. You see, I'll be fussing with the chat. I'm like, oh, they they going in too. They'll give them. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Wow. Okay. You know, Wendy Williams was also seen out with Gary Owens, too, too. Girl, she really need to get that white man check, uh, because Gary Owens Owens wife said she was taking care of him, that she had to get the house in her name, his credit was messed up. How you get with a a, a comedian pookie? Like she said, she was the one holding him down. His jobs was inconsistent. She she got a master's degree. Child, I don't know how you end up with a white man and end up right back in oppression. That's not no, what the no, white man is listen. for. You gonna get you? Girl. She she basically uh, she was said she was holding him down and ain't seen him. He ain't seen his kids. Ain't contacted her. Just bounced like bounced out and said "f you and them kids." <laughs> like, I mean, after she got him to say the word "nigga," I mean. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, he got her to say the word, nigga. Yes, I my, mean, my fiance was just talking about that. Like that's what she get for her to be calling she, up and okay. saying he can't say the word, but she would say it. Like she, he, like whatever, whatever happens to her is she's deserving of it. And now he like bye, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Shout out to Sean. He says we need to clarify the difference between single mother and divorced mother. A single mother, baby mama. Has Ooh. kids out of wedlock. A divorced mother has kids through marriage. Yeah, I think we know that. 
Sean, um, ain't nobody needs you to clarify what you're yeah. trying to say. Anybody who was confused about that, um, maybe this conversation might be over your head. So, but thank you for clarifying, Sean. We appreciate you. Sean said he needed your ass to know. You <laughs> ain't, you baby, we be baby mama. He was oh, like baby mama. Ba- he said this shit like he was in the yes. candy man on your ass, girl. Sean ain't playing. Um. Nuradine said, that's why I'm getting my hazmat and my combination vehicles to be a truck driver and make those six figures okay. to drive away. Truck school, here I come. Beat, beat, mother. level up on them get away from them baby mamas with all them kids baby because let me tell you something at them truck stop you see the good white women's that's that's trying trying to catch baby you gonna get away from them away from them baby mamas and all them bad kids level up boo i ain't mad at you Yes, honey, but let's get off into this topic honey because okay um concrete what's up so everybody is a bad baby mama Mm. except for the single mamas that raise their ass who about that uh yeah everybody is low count low level (laughs) trifling don't take care of their kids raise feminine men um you know uh emasculate men matriarchal part of the gynocracy sepho mama wow Mm. so everybody but they mama Mm -hmm. they escaped they didn't get affected by being raised by a single mother they somehow alluded being impacted by the gynocracy, even though they were raised by a single mother, even though they have a family of women who never married, even though auntie, their sisters, you know, all of them are in the same vein, but they are somehow different than the single mothers that are pervasive within the community. How? I know why. I, I figured it out. Can you explain it to me, sis? I need it broken down for me. How, I figured how, it out. Why? Okay. So, if you talk about the amount of sex that a lot of guys have had versus the amount of sex that a lot of guys didn't have, right? Mm-hmm. And you think about all the guys that paid for abortions and they didn't get anybody pregnant or the woman just had the abortion because she didn't want to be stuck with the nigga kid and she got away from them or they got away from her or whatever, whatever. I Mm -hmm. feel like the statistics are the way they are because some guys didn't get caught. And when you didn't get caught, you have, it leaves you room to talk a lot of shit. Like, oh. Wait, what you mean? Like, if you didn't have sex to have a baby and you don't have a baby and you weren't able to get any vagina, then you didn't get stuck with a baby. So then when you grow up, you can say, you know what? I'm better than them bitches. I ain't oh. get one of them hoes pregnant. I ain't. I got a good job. Now the bitch mm-hmm. looking at me won't me. Even though, even though, even though the bitch ain't even checking for him still. She ain't, oh. she ain't checking. She don't want you. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah. Do I sound sisterhood enough today? No, yeah, you sound sisterhood, but I follow. Okay, good, 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 good. Listen, I follow. I do think though, there's some credence to to something that you said. If some of the men in this space weren't getting chosen, were getting looked over, wasn't nobody checking for them. They were uh, grade A non-select. Ooh. Um, Ooh. then it would be Ooh. easy to Ooh. avoid falling for the trap of knocking somebody up because you wasn't even getting up. Um, Ooh. however, Ooh. I do want to say, I could get, I could get, ass. no, no, how they say, it? I can get ass from them bitches now. I mean, Listen. they're looking for me to take care of their raggedy ass kids. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, um, gotta gotta definitely add that allegedly on there. But nonetheless, even if that is the case, that still doesn't explain why is it that Mama ain't looked upon as a as a bad or trifling or low count baby Mama? Why Mama ain't looked upon as a woman of low value? Because we hear blanket statements in this space all the time that single mothers all of them as a whole oh. are low count low value don't hold the same sexual market value you got to deduct two three four five points if a chick got kids outside of marriage and she's a single mother no matter how bad she is no matter how many degrees she has no matter what she's ascertained in her life as it relates to her career uh multiple points are being deducted based solely on the fact that she's a single mother so she is low level but mama ain't girl it's because those weren't those were those guys uncles that was coming through on the late night and dropping <laughs> off the chicken boxes and shit they was uncles baby they mamas, oh, yeah. they never had sex outside of they daddy they mm. mamas never bought a nigga around they yes, only got uncles and they got uncle earl uncle junebug but if you ask well, your mama grandma, was a single child though Mama mm -hmm. was a single child, but got 14 different uncles. Listen. Got 14 different uncles, baby. I'm Most trying to tell you, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Quiet as it's kept, they wasn't stupid. They knew what was going on. They peaked game. However, they were practicing cognitive dissonance. They didn't mm. want to face the reality that mama was getting it in, that mama was, was uh, you know, um, that all the uncles that was over there late night, uh and all the noises they was hearing that night uh that the, the the six course breakfast that mama was making in the in the morning taking it back in to uncle earl didn't mean anything <laughs> that it was a figment of their imagination she was giving their ass a bowl of uh vitamin with the king vitamins with the powder the milk though <laughs> what the just add water <laughs> Listen, but making steak and eggs for Uncle June, they blocked that out. That is where their mistrust started, quiet as it as it's kept. And some of them, I believe, they can't even recognize the source of their mistrust. They can't recognize where this narrative about uh, baby mamas and single mothers being horrible people stem from. But if they look back, if they maybe go under some hypnosis, go do some psychotherapy, they realized it was mama and uncle june june girl it was mama uncle june june ray ray mr earl down the street <laughs> all um, all of them. 
Aretha's baby, they had all kind of niggas running up through there, and them niggas mm-hmm. was buying garbage bags, uh, little buddies from the grocery store, so them little niggas would have some shoes. Listen. I mean, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let, me, mm, let me read these super chats. Uh, Akili said, Don't be talking about my mama. Um, my bad, baby, if the <laughs> Shout out to Nuruddin. He says, at the truck stops, I'm staying away from those truck <laughs> Also, I'm going to make money and live my best life and spread some love to y'all. Nuruddin, we shall need it. And Nuruddin, if you go, if you gonna be at the truck stop, Nuruddin, make sure you get you a lot of condoms because we heard that those women at the truck stops are dirty. Not the cheap ones. And listen, don't be riding around with your money in the uh in your glove box and picking up chicks from the truck stop, baby. They they sly. So uh be careful out there in those streets. Baby. But I do want to say, as it relates to like, you can't tell me that some of the narratives that men in this space operate under and um, some of the rhetoric that they continue to push, it runs extremely deep. When they're talking about black women and how they all watched Oprah and partook in this whole narrative against black men that the black man ain't ish, how they, you know, talk down on black men, uh, showed a lack of respect to black men. That's something that they're talking about that stems from their childhood. They're talking about deep-seated memories that have nothing to do with you and I, because we're both like, we had no parts of that. We grew up under the same type system. We were impacted as well. But somehow they want us to take the blame for that. That's how you know it's not the modern-day woman, or it's not, you know, um, millennials or, 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 you know, Gen Z that they are really upset at. Or this isn't exact. this isn't where the, the trauma starts started. Um, maybe this is where they're choosing to address it or who they're choosing to address it with. But yes. this trauma was, you know, um, predates uh, us even entering into womanhood. You are absolutely right. But we're, are, we are still expected to deal with it as though we were the ones creating all the kids as if we just chose niggas to fuck on and had mm-hmm. all kind of kids. And we just run around with our 18 kids between us and we um, lonely and destitute. Right. And we looking for these niggas to come save us, Concrete. And Listen. that's what that's the thought process. But when that all single naked, mothers are created equal, all right. of them as a whole are trifling, low count. You know, don't take care of their kids. What were some of the narratives we heard uh, the, on our last show that their kids are taken by the state? They don't take care of their kids. Um, Maybe you know, uh, Andrew Wilkins went in uh, oh like God. every five minutes. It was something about single mothers yes. and what single mothers fail to do. But yes. then, okay, let me let me read this super chat real quick and let me ask you a question. Shout out mm-hmm. to Nuruddin. He says, well, if they didn't choose me, they did me a favor. Well, Nuruddin, right. if you headed to them damn truck stops, baby, you gonna get chose up. They know you yes. had it. <laughs> you gonna have your, you gonna have your, get to select from, from the truck stops finest, baby. Yes. <laughs> <Whoever> uh, <you laughs> Shout out to D-Mac the trucker. He says to answer the question, mama isn't, mama doesn't look at it as a single mother because most black boys are programmed by mothers 
that they can be male <laughs> feminists like Paco. Now, how Paco get in this? Please Man, Paco me. ain't even been up in this piece. Paco has been chilling. Y'all gonna leave Paco up out of here because you know he, you know he'll go. Y'all know I Paco will go. That these single mothers are producing men like Paco. I think that they're producing men who are angry and upset and bitter and vengeful. Not a man who is, you know, celebrating and uh, woman's liberation. Right. Um, shout out to Michael Mitro. Thank you so much for the super sticker. Um, now, Concrete. Mm -hmm. Well, Concrete, you know, 79% of Black women are single mothers. 79% of all them niggas in, well, no, I think they say 99% of the niggas in jail, they all came from single mothers. You can't dispute that, Concrete. What you gonna do with that? So... I understand that that's the narrative that, um, you know, most of the children being 70% of the kids being born in the black community today are being born to single mothers and that uh, the, the the guys who are in prison come from single mother homes. I'm not, let me be clear. I'm not celebrating single motherhood. I'm not promoting it. I'm not encouraging it. I actually encourage the opposite, that a, a woman, a young woman should be married, that she should uh, engage in family planning before starting her family. So I'm not at all encouraging anybody to go out and become a single mother. The question that I'm posing is simply that why is it that all single mothers are created equal, save for your mama. That your I mama, need right. to know. Right? Like that's, everybody's that's, that's, mama's fucked up but yours. Yeah, well, that's what I'm looking for when I ask her. Hi, skip her. Listen, Mother Earth says single mothers are causing global warming. Leave it, but they, except for they mama. They mama didn't do anything wrong. Absolutely she was, not. She was in the choir every week. She was at church every week. She mm -hmm. was mama at the, was a saint. the bake, bake sale. Mama was a saint. Mama yeah. was a saint. That's why she was taking all those uncles in to be, to, to be uh, you know, help to the community. Oh, uh, look, look, look at this. Instead of research, we get black women straw men. <laughs> Listen, how can we research? How, what research are we supposed to do relating to um, every single mother being of low value, save for oh, no. your mama? That's no, that's something. That exactly. No, we're doing the same type of research that they did when they get on here talking all this shit about black women and what black women did, what black women are fucked up and how black women did all this shit. If we talking about black women, we talking about your raggedy. This is something based on personal experience. You can't do research regarding someone's personal experience. There's no research that we could do. There's no statistical evidence that we could pull up to show that everybody low count set for your mama. That, it, that, it don't exist. It skipped them all day. It skipped them hard. It skipped their mama hard. They mama ain't never did nothing but go to church. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even have, they had, uh, they was made with, uh, what is it? Immaculate conception. That's how Listen, they got born. Let them tell it. I'm trying to tell you, but look, I, I, I know that they are smarter than that. They knew that, you know, when Mr. June came over on Friday nights and got up on Saturday mornings and took their mama to, uh, you know, get the uh, the government cheese and that powder milk and down there to the food pantry and, you know, came through uh, once a month uh, at the beginning of the month. And, you know, they had a few extra dollars or could buy the name brand snacks as a result. 
They 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 knew what was up. They maybe they wasn't want. eating that goddamn save a lot of food, baby. They was at the Kroger, baby. I'm trying Listen. to tell you, that's what mama gave them, huh? Uh, gave them a few coins to go to the store and buy them any snack they wanted. Look, they knew when Mr. June came that weekend, mama had a little extra pep in her step. When Uncle left, you know, mama was cooking, cleaning, you know, turning on her good music. You know, she she let them go outside and play a little longer. She hey, wasn't cussing hey. their ass out for ruining her life. I mean, Listen, I'm day. trying to tell you, mama was a little happier after Uncle left. So, you know, we just want to have an honest conversation and want y'all to, you know, keep it real once for once and, you know, acknowledge where the, the trauma that you guys are impacted by um, stem from. We want to have an honest conversation and hopefully when we do open up the chat that y'all will be honest and not you pass the buck and act like... You know what? what? They can bring their ass on right now. If, right. if, you, if you bad, yeah. come on. Let me, I got a prediction though. Everybody gonna come up here and say that this ain't their story. That mama was married. She went to church on Sunday, Wednesday and Saturday. She cooked a full course meal every night. Mama um, you know, wore skirts past her knees didn't do nothing but listen to gospel was the perfect angel and that she is a form a of whole bone in her body too. baby not listen, a whole bone in her body that's a form of cognitive dissonance too they have created a false narrative and painting a false picture of who mama was because they can't face the reality of the fact that mama is the cause of their trauma and until they acknowledge that they won't be able to heal they will always have this hate and disdain for black women because it's really them projecting the hate and disdain or the anger that they have towards mama but they can't tell mama uh-oh concrete we got one um the first uh -oh. question i'm gonna ask you leo leo what's up hold on real quick before leo chime in i'm sorry i want to say this real quick i keep highlighting the fact that boyce watkins married a woman who was previously married who is also a doctor he did <laughs> not marry down she is a doctor as well she has two children from a prior marriage Boyce Watkins has three kids and was never married so how is he promoting marrying single mothers she leveled him up in that case her kids came out of a marriage his children are out of wedlock by multiple different women y'all like to spread falsehoods um everybody baby everybody say bye to steel post um still post please 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 don't leave us we ain't never gonna do another show again if you don't say please don't leave us still listen take your tail on steel post still post is like i'm unsubscribed he says yes triggered ninja time <laughs> you know that's gonna happen though whenever we do these types of topics people get in their feelings don't talk about my mama you can talk about anybody but my mama you know we, we expect that that's gonna happen baby look uh mother earth said decent upbringing and still crying on beyonce's internet internet nigga tears honey mm -hmm. listen that part listen when when all day <laughs> thank you so much for the chat but uh hey leo what's good leo don't come up here with no mess because already. oh you know. already know i'm about to pop it off yeah. you ready? Listen, no, i saw leo in the chat i know he coming with some mess you ready leo 
Y'all started it. You ready? Oh, Lord. I, got, I got a question for you, Leo. You ready? I, okay, go ahead. Ask your question. Have you forgiven your single mother? I've never was angry at my mother. <laughs> like that. Why you sound angry that now? That was a perfect question, though, no, Danny. I, I, okay. Okay. Like, first of all, guys in this space talk about single mothers because they're talking about it from a dating aspect not i was personally traumatized by my mother and that's why i'm talking about single mothers they're talking about guys not dating single mothers because it's not in their best interest to do that because a lot of times they may be taking on responsibility that is some other man's problem and other other man's responsibilities and Guys are just telling them to avoid single mothers uh, to look out for them. Basically, Leo, it's not. Where really... do they get that from? If you and listen, if you're the product of a single mom, you saw those examples through your own childhood. So that is still relating to their own childhood. Oh, like you, you're bringing it back to you're personally traumatized by your mama. We're talking about it from a dating aspect. When a guy goes right. out into the dating world, he's gonna come across single mothers and dudes are pointing out that, hey, it's not a, it's not a good idea, especially if you don't have kids to date single mothers because I've heard all these stepfather horror stories and how being a stepfather is a thankless job. So but dudes you saw are talking about in your own home an example. So if you saw, if that's your narrative that you hear a bunch of the horror stories about stepdads and what they encounter, but you saw something different in your own home, then I don't think that you would fall susceptible to those beliefs and start spreading that. If you saw, if you had a mother who did have, you had a stepdad in the home and he was respected and you you know everything opposite of what you hear in this space, then you wouldn't think that single mothers are that bad because you saw someone but, being respected hang, 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 hang on it's it's yeah. it's not that they're bad women it's just that it's 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 basically you looking out for the best interest of that man dating because if he's taking on let's say a woman with three kids and three different baby daddies then he's taking on a situation where more than likely he's going to end up and a whole bunch of drama with uh, the woman and her baby daddy. You might have it to where he's not respected as the man or the father because the kids don't respect him and the mom don't respect him as the father. She might just be using him just for like his resources. So guys, point it out so guys can not fall into that trap because a lot of guys will take on that role because they're into the woman or they just want, you know, some sex or whatever. And, you know, it doesn't or he may uh, be using her for her resources. Well, resources. It, it doesn't turn out well for him. But I find it very interesting. So if a guy ends up talking to a woman with three kids by three different dudes, don't those women typically have a certain look to them? No, do you don't know. I no, mean, they, they, do. they 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 could look uh thotty, they can look classy. Yeah, they may have yeah, be they, career driven. They could be a career woman they like there's no specific look because i don't typically meet and this is it may, it, may, it may be the little bubble that i'm in but typically i don't meet a lot of women with a bunch of kids by multiple men and they are just the uh epitome of class and so i'm not saying that all of those women are ratchet but the majority with a bunch of different baby daddies a bunch of them do tend to be ratchet but 
Okay, but let me Some get to them, that. But I've seen, I think that, that most women, especially our age group, are getting away from, like, I don't run into a lot of women with a bunch of kids. Like, on average, maybe two children. Like, I don't run into women who have a ton of kids. Um, but I, but I have, I do know well. two that um, are career driven who have children by different men. All right, like, I'm looking at the super chat. She could ask Cap because, again, you're having cognitive dissonance, understanding that I'm talking about it from a dating aspect. I'm looking out for the man's best interest and what's the best decision uh, he could go and make for himself. But um, did you not see that, your mom dating and how that, like, realize no, that that was also, too, yeah, like a, yeah, a, a and reflection I, and I saw, of yeah. Yeah, and I saw for a lot of the dudes that uh, my, because I, I I I did have my mom was a single mother. I saw a lot of dudes that it didn't work out for them too well. Why? See, that's because, what I'm saying. That's your first because, example. No, my mother would sort of kind of use them to like survive and get by. Exactly. So, so everything you're saying, Leo, do you understand how that ties no, back no, to that? That's no, your first no, example. No, 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 <laughs> it doesn't. You know why? You know why? Oh. Because I'm not thinking about it from, oh, I've been traumatized by my mother, and this is why I'm avoiding single mothers. No, of I'm thinking you're not. about it's it. It's in your subconscious. No, it's not. I'm thinking about it from I do not want to take on responsibility that's not be that's not um mine. But, but wait a minute, Leo. Because we literally sat here and named all the stuff that we've seen single mothers do, or but something. But you're talking about do. it from the wrong aspect. The I other aspect, the other aspect. Hang on. The other aspect, guys, get out for single mothers is that some of the problems that they cause in the community. Because sometimes you have single mothers who ruin their their children because of of how they raise them and how they are. You do have some toxic single mothers. Um, that be like emotionally abusing the kids, verbally abusing the kids, and they grow up just conditioned to uh, be with like toxic people because of that. You do have neglectful single mothers. You do got deadbeat single mothers. And the problem is, is that it's not really talked about in the community. You always want to talk about the deadbeat dads, but you don't want to talk about the deadbeat mothers. So uh, that's I'm another reason. About them. But, I actually but, don't, but I understand. We actually did cover um quite a bit of yeah, those toxic issues. Mothers. We, we talked about yeah, that it's, yeah, on a previous But show. it's not it's not done consistently. Deadbeat dads are talked about consistently. We definitely been, don't talk it, about men being dead. No, but, but deadbeat dads have been talked about consistently for decades. But deadbeat moms have barely been touched on, especially abusive and toxic moms. And I've heard all types of stories of women letting their kids be abused by other men. So it, the, the problem is the reason why we get on single mother's cases is because of, they're not really held accountable in any sense, not for who they have their kids with or how they raise their kids or how they affected the kids. So, okay. You were raised by, in, and but I, I do want you to look at it from this aspect though, right? You were raised by a single mother and your single mother wasn't the worst person on earth, was she? No, but I don't have any um, vitriol towards single mothers. That, like, uh, there was one point to where I would have made an exception if she only had one kid. Um, so if that's changed no longer, will you make that exception? Maybe, but mostly, most of the time, uh, most of the 
the single mothers I meet that I would make an exception for, they don't want to have any more kids or yeah. they're they're a bad mom. I see what how they treat their baby daddy. Like right. so most of the time I'm just like I'm good. I'm, I'm not just, mad at you for that, Leo. I wanna yeah, say too, because that, that, I don't want it to date, be misconstrued concrete, regarding is this. Is that topic. not is that not dating smart? Yes, and I actually want to commend you. Like we're, we were joking at first, like doing our sisterhood thing, you know, highlighting uh, some of the talking points or kind of pushing back against the talking points in this space. But so, I do want to say, like, I, I really want to put this out there. If you are a single man with no children, I implore you to think smart, to think long, to think hard before you date a woman who has children. I yeah. do not encourage men with no children to get with women with children. I have never dated a man who has no children because I specifically look for men who have children, being that I have children too, because I feel like they have more patience and there are certain attributes that I find in those men that I don't think would be um, instinctual or something that you know men with no children would have so I, I i do not promote or encourage men but, without children to, to here's another to aspect here's today. another aspect that is this is from the male perspective now let's say i do take on a, a single mother with a kid and she doesn't want to have any kids she's denying me that privilege of having my yeah. own bi biological kid while i'm taking care of another man's kid and some yeah. dudes do fall into that trap where the oh, the I've mother seen women say that. But, like, I ain't having no more kids. Like, they just expect it, you to accept their children yeah. and be fine with it. So again, like the the whole rhetoric of avoiding single mothers is for men to just date smarter. It's not to say that they're terrible people. They can be, but it's not specifically for that. Okay, so you still date single mothers? No, nah, I'm good on that. Even if she had one kid. The only way I would make an exception is if, like, the kid was, like, grown and almost out the house. Man, um, she really ain't going to want no more kids. <laughs> like, I, I met a 32-year-old that had a 16-year-old, and, you know, a 16-year-old was about to graduate from high school and then go to college. Um, other than that, but that's, I rarely come across those exceptions that I make, so most of the time I just don't even bother if she has a small child, she may be more apt to have, you know, if she has like a child that's three or five, you know, she may be more apt to have another child. Typically, okay, if a but, woman has waited but, 16 but years, they I, ain't trying honestly, it, But honestly, if I happen to find one that I, I come across as an exception, which is rare, I observe the fuck out of her, like everything, how you treat your baby daddy, how your house is, how your finances is. Shouldn't if you, you want to have more kids. Anyway? No, no, mm. they don't have a baby daddy. If I'm dating yeah, a woman but, with no but kids. What I'm saying is you should see her full interactions anyway. Right. And you should evaluate her. Um, no, because a lot even of the more times, so, even if she no, doesn't because have kids. That, but that's the thing. If, if you're dating a woman with no kids, you don't know what type of mother she'll be. You can only just that's do true. your best to, to guess and like uh, um, uh, vet her. But you don't know. She could flip on you. Let but me if, ask if, you a good question. Would you hold your own mother to the same standards that you would hold single women or single mm -hmm. mothers to? What do you mean? Okay. Would you tell, um, would you look at your mother and evaluate her 
under those same guidelines, if you had a report card for your mom, what grade would you give her as a single mother? I don't look at it like that. Um, if, my mom, if my mother was out in the, the dating world, are you saying like, would I tell her her chances? I no, think as a child, you can still assess how well your mom your did. Mother, if your mother Never. was a great mom, if your right. mother wasn't that great of a mom, would you? No, my her? mom was a my mom was a, a great mom. Okay. Well, Again, then, she wasn't a bad person, but I'm. But if a dude that was dating her had an issue with her happening, he may not find her appealing because she has two kids. Well, but okay. So listen, you said that your mom was a great mom, and you know I do think that to to your point that it, you're going to be grading her differently than a man she's dating. So you yeah. think you say she was a great mom from the aspect of her child, but a man who she's dating may not find her to be a great mate. And sometimes, oftentimes, and I don't discourage this, it, it, it's because they feel like the woman is going to put her children first. You won't be able to discipline the children. There's lack of respect for you. No reverence for you. You're forgotten about on Father's Day that being a stepfather is a thankless job in most in most cases. And I understand that. I make a, a concerted effort to ensure that my fiance is acknowledged, that he is um, always shown respect, that my kids know that this is the person who is heading our um, heading our family, and he is the person who is going to sacrifice for us. If something happens, something goes down. I'm talking about if my kids get a flat tire in the middle of the night, he's like, you know, he would be upset if I didn't make him aware so he could go out. And, like, he he loves them because of his love for me. So as a result, I ensure that I have that I, I stress the importance of making sure that he is valued and not a lot of women do that. And for right. that reason, a lot of some, men don't want to sign up for it. Some, some won't even let you uh, be the father to, you know, your stepkids like that. They won't give you that authority. Like you can't discipline them. Like the, the mom very, will have a problem it, 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 with so, you disciplining her kids or the father might have a problem with you discipline your kids. And I'm thinking about yeah. it. I don't want to be in that drama. I don't think that all uh, step parenting relationships or even the majority of step parenting relationships um, end up horribly or horrible or traumatic or fucked up um, right. like the narrative that's pushed in this space. Um, then it's another narrative that that's pushed in the space um, that basically puts all single mothers under one blanket. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's, that's what do you mean all single mothers under one blanket? There's I all these blanketed statements that are attached to single mothers. There's no distinctions being made, I, like that there, there are, are some there. good single mothers and that there are no. some crappy single mothers. It's like all no, of them you, are crappy. When you say no, when you say good, do you mean as far as good hearted women? Like, or are you talking about good for dating? Again, because the men are talking about it from a dating aspect. I'm not using yeah, as, as, as the, total sum, well, the total sum of the woman. <clears throat> She's not a good but, dating mate to choose if you're a single guy with no kids. That's yeah, I, can was I can understand guys pushing that to younger to younger men who don't have kids, but, but we're not attacking her character. I understand that, Leo. That. I, I understand that. I don't even have an issue with that. Um, the problem is we see a lot of guys, we see the majority of guys in this space 
um, having these same talking points, and some of them even have fucking kids. So it's like, what? Yeah, what I've are you seen talking about? Too. But Danny, I did want to say something really quick to something you just well, said. Well, read this super chat. Okay, let me read it real quick. Sheikah, uh, thank you, boo. She says, it has to be trauma if your mother was a single mother and you have no value for them. That is an interesting point. I just want to say something real quick before I forget. I think that there is a difference between saying that most step-parenting relationships didn't turn out awful. Yeah, I'm not saying that they turned out awful, but I do think that most step-parenting relationships, most step-parents that I've come across feel like there's a lack of value, that they don't feel valued by the children, that they are um, literally um, contributing to every single day of that child's life while they are partnered with the parent. So there is a lack of appreciation and value that step-parents feel, and there should be a concentrated effort to ensure that they feel value because Oftentimes, they are doing more than the um, parent who doesn't live in the house. Right. And now that you want to bring that up and you're so insistent on me talking about my mom situation, my <laughs> I did have some stepdads early on in my early on in my life. And they did help my mom pay bills and buy me, mm -hmm. you know, school stuff and buy me little Christmas gifts. I don't know them niggas names. I don't even remember them. See? That's why I'm saying it's a, it's a thankless job. So. I can understand why brothers are saying, hey, avoid well, this. Let me Be ask smart. you a question. Let me ask you a real question. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything like that. But do you think if there was like a consistent um, man that was there all the time and for a long time, you you don't think you would have remembered him or cared about him or um, showed him love uh, because he was providing for your family and, and, and showed you an example of what a man was supposed to be? Yes, but that it didn't happen that way. And that's the saying, like, it can happen that way if you're a guy dating that single mother. You can't underestimate that. Got it. Like, because, it, because if that relationship doesn't work out, then basically all the the resources and the, the care and love you put into those kids is just forgotten over time. Yeah, I agree with that. I think like it's just and even if it's not, um, you know, you may remember them and, you know, that you might have love for them. But I just think that, first of all, when we talk about children, most children go through a stage from young adulthood where they're just ungrateful little pieces of mess, but um, they're just ungrateful and they don't express their gratitude. But I feel that children, although naturally kids go through a stage where they're ungrateful, that you should go out of your way to show your gratitude to a person who didn't have to do it, who has no obligation to you, save for the love of your parent and the love that they've developed from you because by proxy, you know, you, your association with your parent, you should, there should, you should not, um, I don't care if that that ungratefulness is like a natural part of becoming a teenager or becoming a young young adult. You should work hard to overcome that because this person didn't have to do what they did. I've seen so many stories where the dad, the stepdad, was there, and there's a lack of respect or lack of value, or the 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 um, biological dad comes around after being absent for a significant period of time, and then the stepdad is put on the back burner, or you know, it's just you know, I understand why men. And even some women wouldn't be uh, chopping at the bit to sign up to be a step parent. I can, can understand you? it to a certain degree, but if you're saying that that's the majority, I'm going to definitely have to call cap 
Um, it's, it's not about if it's the majority or. Uh, I'm no, calling cap if you're saying that the majority of uh broken homes, like if a person has a step parent, that those parents don't ever receive any appreciation or everybody's. That's not what it. I'm saying. But it happens. I, I'm not saying that they I, never. I, I said there's a lack it, of value and appreciation. Like, yeah, and of course I, we can't apply that to everybody. I'm not saying that I'm, that's I'm everyone's I'm not saying situation. that it's everybody, but I don't even think it's the majority. Um, I would think tell so. You, I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a, I think there was a guy who played basketball um, and he had got drafted. And when the guy got up there, I think the guy's stepfather had trained him, right? And he got up there and he thanked his mom and his biological father. I saw so many men, and this happened while we've been in this space. I mm -hmm. saw so many men in this space get up in arms. See, that's why you don't need to make date single mothers because when he gets famous and he gets rich, he's going to do da-da-da-da-da. Um, and it, it, it gets amazing to me because it, it gets to be a narrative that's pushed. Don't get me wrong. That does happen. It does. And I won't deny that it does happen. But then I'm a product of a step uh, father home. My father was a stepfather. Uh, mm -hmm. My father has been with my stepmom for I think they're on their 37th year of marriage. Um, mm -hmm. God rest my stepfather's soul. But my stepfather was a great man. And I always acknowledged him. We did dinner. I bought him gifts. He bought me. We He did stuff for, for us. And when I got to be grown, I did stuff for them to thank them and to repay them. I think when you're trying to establish respect and expectations, I think that part starts with the mother as opposed to him being a, a good step parent. But all that shit starts with the mom, though. I so agree. I get it from a, cer a certain aspect, but we're not, I, you know, I, I just kind of hate the narrative that um, well, yeah. if, you, if you're being a step parent, but, and I'm not talking, about I'm talking the from the, I'm talking, I'm not from talking the about point. the men. I'm not talking about the men who don't have kids. No, I would not dare tell you to go out and get a single mother if you don't have any kids. But if your ass lurking around here and you got one or two right. in the in the cut, your exactly. ass is good enough for a single mother too, bro. Sit, no, sit I agree with that. But I want to. You talking from the vantage point of a, a stepchild? I'm talking from the vantage point of a step parent. There's a lack of appreciation, and it may not even be something that they realize. And I'm not one that holds anyone's feet to the fire because I understand that young people are growing into their own. They have a ton of things on their mind, and they are just not grateful. I'm also talking from the vantage point of someone who has parented teenagers growing into young adults teenagers and young adults are ungrateful little pieces of mess that is yeah, who they parents. are both to all parents yes nah. yes i, I, I said my that child I is ungrateful as shit and my child yes. is mine and i've had uh, that's mine but Damn my child me, I, is that's what i acknowledge so, yeah i said true. i said but did you hear what I said? I said that they that's who they are, but I feel yeah. like they should make a concentrated effort to overcome that for someone who didn't have to be in your life. And I'm talking from a from the vantage point of a person who has done a lot for her stepchildren and does not get acknowledgement. But Sister Joyce, that's that's back in the day. Times have changed. These young little 20-year-old girls or mid-20-year-old girls that are single moms, they are not that appreciative of a dude that's a stepfather. 
they really just be using that dude step to moms get by. Either. Like it, it, we talking about, I know we're talking about men, but stepmoms don't get the acknowledgement either like that. And it's because kids are, that's just who kids are. I'm not, I know that that's natural to growing, but I feel like, like you said, Danny, it starts with the other parent, the bio parent. It's yeah. up to you to ensure that those children know you better ensure that you are acknowledging and valuing this person because they do stuff that they don't have to do for you. Let me read this super chat real quick, and then we got to get the panel moving along, Chad, because we do. This gets this hot. This is a good topic, though. I'm enjoying <laughs> the conversation. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He about to get on your ass, Concrete. He uh -oh. says, shout out to the panel for another great show. And do you find a lot of chicks in their 20s and 30s who can't have more kids due to getting their tubes tied? Oh, wow. I didn't, um, that's the thing. That's the thing. And you, you know, you back know, in the day, they wouldn't even let you get your two. Yeah, they wouldn't let you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the RX0. He says the single mother signifies poor decision making and lack of restraint. If you as a woman don't consider intimacy or your body as a serious matter, mm. how can a decent man take you seriously? Oh, um, The RX0, I am going to say this. Yeah, this is a person who got who had sex and who got caught. If you had sex and you didn't get caught, that's what I'm saying. It's not because you weren't you were responsible or more that responsible part. than the other person. Um, that condoms part. have broke. Listen, uh, uh, games have not worked. Abortion clinics like these. I know women who've had right. multiple abortions. So just because you have a child does not signify poor decision making, and because you don't have children don't think that you're not poor um vagina man that it's not poor vagina management going on don't take that as a sign that she knows how to properly manage her vagina because that may not be the case right and um yeah yeah so i i you know that kind of i ain't gonna say it struck a nerve but mm -mm, mm -mm. you just didn't get caught okay you know what i do want oh go ahead and I, i'll ask a question real a brief one after you finish that Okay, shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says, Sheikah, it ain't just about the mothers. My mom only been with a few men in her life and been with my dad forever. <laughs> Other black women in my family choose to have kids by many different men and mm. bring bums around Ooh. their kids. And then this is another thing that I, I think y'all be having a misconception of. Mothers are probably some of the sneakiest creatures on earth. You yes. don't know what your mama do when you ain't in her. When, when she you better tell her. Fight. You better your tell mama, them. Child, you That's go to bed at nine. So and your uncles. mama sinking a nigga in at nine thirty. That nigga gone at ten forty-five. Yes. Listen, no, you no, ain't lying. No, no. You ain't lying. They they don't know. But really quick, before we, I want to get Sean in here. But just a brief question. It's just polling the chat for the men in the chat. If you would date a single mother, press one. If you would not date a single mother, press two. Because somebody said all the men in the chat will, are not interested in dating single mother. So two, if you wouldn't date one, a one, if you would. If you got kids and you, uh, if you got kids and you press two, uh, I, I'm on your tail. I'm, I'm on. Mm, mm. So, uh, definitely. I told myself, "How the hell you think I got Kurt? <laughs> Child. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Listen, we got one, one, <laughs> two. <laughs> Y'all awful. Okay, hey, big we cat, gotta get baby. Sean. We gotta big get Sean. I've been running my mouth. This is an interesting topic. 
Yeah, Sean, what you got Sean, on the topic? Wait a minute, let me ask Sean the question. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Sean. Go ahead, Sister George. Have you forgiven your single mother? Um, have I uh forgiven my single mother? Honestly, no. Oh. Okay, we got an honest person on the panel. Out of everybody, we got one honest person. Thank you. And and um and I'll and I'll get it, I'll get into that, but uh before I get into that, I just want to briefly touch on something real, real briefly. Um, C. Rose, earlier you said something about uh, interracial dating and, uh, you know, uh, you know, black men being with white women or, or something like that toward the lines of interracial dating. And I, I just want to touch on that because something that's constantly thrown around this space about black men is the only time we ever fight for anything. We don't fight for the community. The only time we fight for anything is to be with white women. And I, I just want to touch on that because... Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Though. <laughs> no, 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 no. no you didn't the only comment I made was about um, Peppa Pig and, and well, the truck stop. <laughs> well, no, no, you didn't say that, but you know the the, the hate mongering channels like um, I'll, I'll say Cynthia G or whatever. They always say that the only time black men fight is to uh, fight to be with white women, and I want to touch on that because um, 1967 there was a Supreme Court case uh, oh, by the know. name of Loving versus Virginia. Oh, and it was, bring it, because I got something was, for you on that. It was oh. Richard Loving and Mid Mildred Loving. They mm -hmm. were the plaintiffs in that case, and basically they fought to uh, be together and make interracial dating legal, which, um, long story short, they ended up winning the case, and interracial dating was made legal. And so basically what I'm trying to say is Mildred Loving, as a Black woman, fought tooth and nail and took it to the Supreme Court and won so that she could be with her white zaddy, Richard Loving. So, You're actually false. Richard Loving was the person that was pushing for that case. So a white man fought to be with a black woman. It wasn't a black woman heading the fight for to be with a white man. It was him that was heading the fight to be with her. It was it was, it was both of them together. Yes, but he was the primary person that was no, pushing no, for it to go to the Supreme no, Court. No, yes, no, he was. Y'all like to push that narrative. That is absolutely false. No, no, it was both of them. It was both of their yes, names. Yes, but he was heading the fight for them to push for the Supreme Court. It was not her, it was him. He was no. the person that was heading the fight to push it. No, it was it was both of their names oh, on the docket. So it was- Of course it was because they were already was, married, but he was the primary yeah, person. I just actually watched a little mini um, clip of somebody um, doing the documentary because it was recently uh, the, the anniversary of when they won their Supreme yeah. Court ruling. And I just saw it broken down that he was the primary person pushing for it to go to the Supreme Court. How was he the primary person when they were both married? It was both of them because of their course, marriage was of not course, legal. Both of them are going to be listed on the legal document because they were fight. They, they were both married. However, he was a white man. And then even back then, a, a black woman would not have had the resources nor the gumption to take on the Virginia court system and the Supreme Court to fight to be with a, a white man. He was fighting to be with her. It, oh, you know, okay. It was both of their names on the docket. Okay. It was both of them, but you know what? We'll set that debate for later because I, I, I really want to get into yeah, that. Yeah, less. <laughs> We're going to move the panel along. Now, mm -hmm. as far as... Mm -hmm, Sean, you better leave concrete alone. You know you just came up here to mess with her. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be here all day early. No, nah, you know I rock with Sean, but I, 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 y'all like to push that narrative Maybe. and I, I just find it interesting because y'all like to say that a black woman fought to be with a white man when it was really a white man fighting to be with a black woman. But nonetheless, we can move on. 
All right, all right. We're, we're, we're going to debate about that later, but we're going to move on. Now, as, as far as the topic, um, as I was saying, um, when you asked the question, have I forgiven my single mother? And no, no, I haven't because I, I'll be uh, transparent, complete, completely honest. My, uh, I was raised in a single, well, I was raised with a stepdad, but I like to call it a single parent home because I don't really claim a stepdad because uh, my mom was uh, physically and verbally abusive towards me. And to be completely honest, my stepdad was physically abusive towards her. And so it was a very dysfunctional household. Oh, but, Sean, I'm so sorry to hear that. But no, no, it, it's, it's okay because, you know, I'm glad that uh, this is being brought to light because something that really isn't talked about a lot is the verbal abuse a lot of black sons experience and go through with their black mothers. How many times do the black sons be called, be, be told you ain't shit, you ain't never going to be shit and your daddy ain't shit? It, it, it's the same way on both sides, though, Sean. Um, you have had mothers calling their daughters all kind of bitches and hoes and calling them sluts and telling her all she is good for is to be laid on her back. She ain't worth a mm, fuck. Yeah. I mean, um, if you ever heard of a place called Greenwood, Mississippi, um, yeah. Greenwood, Mississippi probably has some of the most traumatizing people I've ever seen in my life. You ever heard mm. of the book Precious? Yeah. Or the movie Pressure. Mm -hmm. um, that book that was based on that movie was based out of Greenwood, Mississippi. And if y'all saw how uh, Monique was talking to that girl, how Precious was talking to our daughter, or however the hell it was, mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of that um, from Mississippi, Deep South. I've seen a lot of women treat their daughters like oh, that. Yeah. And their sons. So, you know, it's, it's not just... Um, if a black mother is abusive, she's abusive all the way around. I don't that think part. I've seen like boys get it worse than the girls. I've seen mm -hmm. it on both sides of the spectrum. So just to say that. But, yeah, the, but the, the, uh, the thing about it is what, what, what really makes this uh, uh, more kind of traumatizing is the fact that you never get both sides of why the single mother became a single mother. The only side that you ever get is the side of the single mother telling you your daddy ain't shit. Your daddy is the reason why, you know, we, we are in this house alone. Your daddy ain't helping you. Your daddy doesn't, you know, send you school clothes money or anything like that. But you never get the father's side about why he had to leave the mother. You only get the mother's reason and the mother's explanation as to why things were the way they were. But Sean, do you think that you always get an honest account from um, most men um, when it comes down to them not being in the home? If you want me to be completely honest, I, I think you don't ever get an honest answer from the women as to why, you know, because here, here, here's, 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 my, here's the way I'm going to prove my point. How honest are women whenever you ask them, what's your body count? They don't give you an honest answer. Never. Women had women. Had, ain't nobody stupid. I would tell your ass. <laughs> zero. Zero. <laughs> I'm but, a bird. I'm a bird. None of your damn business. <laughs> Nothing. None. But but and and, and and also, how how often do you hear women saying, "Oh, man, he was uh, verbally abusive. He was toxic. You know, he was." You toxic. hear a lot of women say that. You do hear a lot of women say that. But I do feel like there's a lot of dishonesty on both sides. There's a lot of dishonesty. Um, what I've noticed about this space, 
and not saying that there aren't good fathers in this space or good mothers. I think there's a mixture of both, but you'll have people come to this space and, oh, well, the woman did this and she did that. Mm -hmm. And I was this great father and I was a great person and I was this. And then you got a nigga uh, who can get up on a panel and have three baby mamas, but sit here and get to participate in the same damn conversations that y'all have. And nobody bats an eyelash. No, um, Mm -hmm. nobody says anything, but the women will go, get on attack but it's like well you know the single mother chose who she, who she wanted to have a baby with but this nigga got three baby mamas but he'll get up here and, and call women fat and all kind of shit and it's like the fucking nerd what no so you know it i i feel like there's disingenuous disingenuousness i don't know if that's a word but i'm gonna make one a day i think there that's on both sides i don't think every anybody's um completely honest especially within the the, it's the internet so everybody can be whoever they want to be because you can't verify a whole lot of facts or non-facts so i think people get up here and say whatever is going to um make them seem cool with the crowd but uh, nevertheless i think we can all agree that 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 causes trauma and and here 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 lies the problem that you know it's kind of the topic that it is today It, it it um it creates trauma but I, I completely disagree in that the trauma that has been caused affects the way we are viewing single mothers today. And the, and the reason why I say that is because, thank God, today we have spaces like the Black Manosphere that has enlightened us Black men and has told us, hey, King, hold your head up. Your seed, your legacy, your last name is worth a hell of a lot more than those two kids that that single mother is bringing to the table. <laughs> now, as horrific and as and, and as quote unquote toxic as that sounds, that's actually a good thing because it's telling us black men that, hey, we are worth a lot more. Our last name, our legacy is worth a lot more than it has been worth in the past where stepfatherhood, quote unquote, was kind of pushed onto black men. I actually agree with that. I think that having a space, and I I wish this space focused more on the positive, just like you just put that positive spin on it. Like I recognize the regalness and royalty in Black men. I think that this space does not aptly speak to that and, and um, recognize that. However, um, I do think that having a space where you encourage Black men to uh, increase their standards is a wonderful thing, including the standard of not dating single mothers. I think that if Black, I, I feel like Black men are going to be the the people, are the people that we need to lead the community in order for us to see um, a more positive, uplifting, uh, unified community um, that is uh, functional. Um, but I think that, uh, so I, I have no problem with a, a space telling men that they should not, um, you know, that, that, that telling them the importance of not spilling their seed, of valuing their seed. And I think that if black men create that standard, that black women will also become better people. So I'm not mad at that in any way, shape or form. I acknowledge that I said black men with no kids, don't don't go out and get yeah. with a woman with children. It, it, I understand if it is a situation where you find that this person is incredibly valuable, they have one child, there is an extenuating circumstance and you decide that this is a person that you want to be with, but think long and hard. And you know, this is coming from someone that technically I, you know, I'm a single mom. Um so I do not encourage men without children to date women who have children. And I don't encourage women without children to date men who have children either. Well, yeah, and, and I'll, just question, 
I'll just lastly say, um, and I think that the issue is com is uh, coming up to where, when 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 us men we're saying, oh, you have uh, two kids. I'm sorry, that lowers your value, and 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 that hurts. I know that hurts a lot of women, but that's the way we're looking at it. We're finally realizing that hey, we have something valuable, and uh, and we can't compromise that, you know, because well, I'm sorry, you have two kids that 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 does lower your value as a woman, unfortunately. But women seem to be taking that negatively when you know it's. Just the way us men are communicating it. Okay. Yeah, they, they should be. Well, yeah. let me read this super chat real quick. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, do right. Literally every 20s aged baby mama know who had a nice dude play stepdad. They end up leaving him, publicly dissing him, and start sleeping with his friends. What in the wretched hell is going on <laughs> there? Yeah, I guess the question is who hurt you? Right. Uh, you know, I was coming with it. So, uh, and I know I missed one somewhere. Oh gosh, I hate when I do that. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says, "Roll stop." You know, black women always worship white men, even those even hood hoes that have been trained on by five hundred black men always say the one trashy white man they dated was their best relationship. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to respond to that once we not. Um, shout out to the RX0. <laughs> Nothing is a monolith. Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, yep. That's what we're trying to get at. He says, and there's always exceptions. I'll agree and give you credit to your point because we can't use the exception to the rule to flat out negate the irresponsibility of women. We can't do that to anybody, but it's True. done. Absolutely. Often in this space. And I just want to do a really quick response to Andrew Wilkins and uh, also to Sean. So I did, while we were here, look up some more information on it. And um, the I have the actual Supreme Court document, which you want to share it. Richard Perry loving. I'll drop it in the chat. Richard Perry Loving, uh, an appellant versus Commonwealth of Virginia. In addition, she was 17. He was 23. He was the person leading the charge. Yes, they did have an ACLU lawyer because they were jailed after um, visiting Virginia after being barred from the state uh, for marrying. And they did have an ACLU lawyer. But I have, uh, of course, it's an electronic version of the document, but I will drop the link in the chat so y'all can see it as well, um, which speaks to my point. I don't think that black women can't stay away from white zaddy and are just dying to get to them. However, as it relates to the Loving versus Virginia case, y'all should be thankful because if it wasn't for that, y'all wouldn't be able to um, run over there to Becky now. <laughs> Damn, you petty as hell, girl. I mean, a little bit, I guess. Baby, you went and got the... <laughs> I did. Well, Sean, were you finished with your point? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm good off of that when I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, let's get Black Wizard up in here. Black Wizard. Hey, friend. Hello. Hey, Black Wizard. Hey, you ain't gonna ask me the question? Uh oh. <laughs> Black Wizard, I have a better question for you. Oh, okay. Who hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> 
the world, Sister George. The world hurt me. <laughs> God damn, Black Wizard. <laughs> no, I just wanted to um to bow to you to to y'all tonight because uh this is the I mean, especially you. I'm looking at you, Sister George, because I know this topic was you. But um <laughs> Oh hell no, nah. concrete word. That's how you feel. <laughs> Yeah, y'all, uh, y'all took y'all took the y'all took the troll ball, especially in the beginning. You know, <laughs> y'all was up there trolling hard. Concrete don't do nothing but encourage me with her sisterhood bullshit. Uh-uh, don't I be you sitting over on, here. Don't you put that off on me, Ricky Bobby? You ain't about to do it. Y'all took that shit to the end zone like a punt return or something. You, <laughs> you to do it. That's how you treat like, folks. That's, that's no, how you listen, get them. I'll be like, I'm not gonna be sisterhood. I'm not gonna be sisterhood. I'm not gonna be sisterhood. <laughs> <laughs> I no, but I can't, every I, show and then I'd be like, <laughs> I just I just wanted to add though. Um, it seems like oh, y'all it seems oh, like coming to get my ass, y'all. Hey, Archer. <laughs> I'm glad for it. It seems it seems like um just from my observation though, that you might like and correct me if I'm wrong, but you might be saying that um things that a lot of men in this space have witnessed their mom do to other men has caused trauma to them yes. and it affects their dating with single women or single yeah. men. To a certain, to a certain degree. Yes. I, I think so. I agree with that point that some of it does. Um, if you're seeing your mom with multiple men and then you're not getting the examples of fatherhood nor manhood that you need, your mom doesn't have a really good excuse as to why a man hasn't been prevalent or present in your life and your mom hasn't made the best choices in dating, then of course you're going to have some reflection of that. You're going to think about that. You're going to think about all these niggas that ran up through your mama house and ain't nobody ever stay and treat her like shit. But then you'll think when you grow up and you start to think, um, if you've seen your mom with multiple um, men, like quite a few men, and then you start to think about her self-esteem and, who she was really as a person and then don't let her fuck around and have been somewhat abusive. I'm not even going to say that. Um, like um, your mom could be calling you a nigga, but she still feeds you and take you out on Saturday or she yeah. do some stuff and still do some nice things for you. Um, because mothers of course weren't perfect, but I'm not going to say like my mom did some toxic shit to me early on. But, you know, when I got older and we talked about it, it was like, oh, shit, well, I did this because that's the way I was taught. And it wasn't like my mother was totally bad. We had good times, too. But there was some bullshit to her. And I think that a lot of guys or a lot of people go through that. But then Mm -hmm. it's like, well, all of them are fucked up. You need to just avoid all of them. You don't need to mess with any of them. And I I think it might be fucked up. I think I'm, I think it might be uh, misconstrued just a little bit. No, I'll add what I want to say to that, and then whoever else can go. So, so uh, the the trauma. I think one thing that people kind of associate with trauma is that like something like tragic kind of happened to you, and it doesn't necessarily have to be tragic. Like trauma just is uh, like an, an impression that uh, we use to pattern our life off of. So it could be something that you as an adult would see very, very small and, and, and end up in your subconscious and kind of guide the way that you plan 
and, and do things. But to the to the guy's point, um, I think the kind of trauma that you're actually talking about is the kind of trauma that like causes some kind of negative, adverse like reaction to um, like a person or group of people. So like anger, like it causes anger, like rage, something kind of like that, where it's kind of lies underneath the surface because you have some kind of underlying resentment. And that kind of trauma usually comes from like when a personal interaction has happened. So like something would have to happen to you. So if these yeah. guys are watching men rotate in and out of the house, nothing has necessarily happened to the child in that sense. But it still shapes your view of how a single mother moves. So even though it may not be like something traumatic, like maybe you weren't abused in any way, it's still like if you think that your mom is having men come in and out, especially if you see her practicing deceit and she's not open with the guys about right. it, you're going to believe that that's how women roll. If mama did it and I value her and she's the best thing since sliced bread, then why would I think that you, who I'm just meeting, are not going to operate in the same vein. No, no, I'm I'm saying with that with that to a degree I agree with you, but to the degree that I to the degree that I disagree is that um that would cause a outburst of rage or underlying resentment. Ah, okay. In in uh, cases. I, so yeah, in a normal case like a guy would see these patterns kind of come out and be like, "Oh, okay, so this is what men are like. This is what this is what a man, man's purpose is served for." There's not any resentment behind that. Now there may be if the guy kind of reflects on that later, and then it's like, man, that's kind of fucked up, and then and then and then they get, develop resentment after that. But as a child, there's not going to be any resentment in the moment. It's just going to be like, oh, this is just the way that it is, you know. So, and I think I think the difference between what I'm saying and what you guys are saying is, I'm saying that yes, that is still trauma, but it is not the type of trauma that you guys are talking about. In most cases, unless the unless the unless the woman came out, the mother came out and said, these dudes coming in and out of my house ain't shit. And then the, the kid goes, wait, ain't I a dude? Like, you know what I mean? Like they associate. But I've heard men so. say that. They say, I think someone on the stage just said that if mama, all, all we heard is that, you know, your daddy ain't ish. He ain't paying the bills. He ain't sending me no child support. Then you can yeah. also internalize that as well and start thinking, dang, if my dad isn't, ain't nothing. And you, I've heard, I've seen, let me tell you something. I, I've seen toxicity in black mothers. I'm not going to say it don't exist. Pretend like it don't exist. Cause I've seen it and I've seen it more times right. than, than, um, you know, I would have liked one time yes. is one too many, but yes. I've seen, I've heard black women say, and you just like your daddy and you, you know, like, so a, a child could internalize that, that if she thinks all these horrible things about my dad, my dad ain't nothing. Or she says men, men ain't ish. All she watching is Oprah and, and shows where they're dogging black men out. A black child, a black young black boy could internalize that and start thinking that that's how women think about men. No, I'm, and I'm saying, I agree with you, but I'm saying, here's the difference. Mm -hmm. Sean said that, but and he explicitly said when you when Sister George asked him the question. Sorry to use you as an example, Sean, but uh, but uh, when he explicitly said when Sister George asked him the question that he did not forgive her, and he said because she was mm -hmm. abusive. When you asked Leo the question, though, he said he didn't have any feelings like that toward his mother because mm -hmm. the situation didn't come off as a personal situation to him. You see what I'm saying, yeah. Sean? In Sean's situation. There was person. There was things he took personal in the in the uh, in the interactions that, that he had in, in with with his mother or 
his mother had with his father or whatever. But in Leo's I, situation, it's just dudes coming in and out. They're just like a fading memory. It's just like a, it, it's just I, kind of passive. Can so, I add one thing? Like, um, we don't correlate that with this is what a single mother does. Um, we just look at it as, okay, this is what women do. Um, and I think that's kind of maybe what Sean was getting at. It's like his mom was toxic to him and abusive to him. He didn't think of it like, okay, single mothers are like this. He's thinking about it like women are like this. And y'all yeah, are, but- are trying to make it seem like we're correlating which that is still just mother. as bad that you create yeah, a negative but, but the, the problem is if you when you get older when you get older and you start to develop your own thought process and then you come into spaces like these and these spaces speak so so harshly against single mothers um and you were raised by a single mother and let's say you had some fucked up experience growing up in that household then you're going to start making correlations. And then if they have some stats to back up the things that they say in some aspects, then it's like, well, you know what? Yeah, single mothers are fucked up because look what my single mom did. I heard uh, such and such say his single mom did da 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 da. And such and such said his single mom wasn't shit. And so and, then and it I gets. Disagree with that. I, I disagree yeah, I because. Um... I think what would happen, like, let's say if a, a guy had a, a, an abusive single mother that was emotionally and verbally abusive, and let's say physically abusive, like she was putting her hands on her son, you might have it to where that young boy is just basically conditioned to take abuse from women. So he gets into abusive relationships with women and he thinks that shit is normal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's more likely what will happen to where he just look at what she did as what single mothers did. He's just looking at what she did as what women do because your mom is the first representation of what of how a woman is. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, but as far as like the guy, right? As far as like the the rhetoric that's pushed in the space, the rhetoric is pushed specifically from a dating aspect to just be smart about. Um, dating out here and try to avoid this trap so you don't be taken advantage of not it's necessarily not just so be smart because there's rhetoric in this space that's just simply like trust no woman that all women are you know low that's, down that's that they're smart. scandalous that's, that's that, being smart you know why it's silly um because you guys and it, it's silly and it comes across as silly and naive um for a lot of different reasons it's the complete you, opposite. You guys are sitting here and tell each other not to trust women, not to trust women. Hell, y'all don't even trust each other. If you're gonna say don't trust nobody, then just say don't trust nobody. But y'all will sit around and tell um niggas not to trust women when that woman is probably the only motherfucker that helped them. Was the only motherfucker well, 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 you gotta remember yeah. the X Files, the X Files had a saying, trust no one. Right. Trust no one than to sit around and say something as silly and idiotic as well, don't trust no. women. 
Because women, 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 push that narrative in this space really quickly. I just want to say this real quick. Even how men push that narrative in this space, that is just as toxic as women using blanketed statements that all men ain't ish. It's the same thing. That means don't trust no man because they're all up to no good. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question real quick. Let me ask you a quick. Wait, let me. How, let me how much trust? Quick. How much trust should a man put into somebody who has the ability to just decide that she doesn't fucking love him anymore? Take him to court, take half his shit, if not more, and challenge him on custody of his children and divorce his ass. So well, how much trust you that you put into you got the ability to cheat on you and dog you out? fucking bitches up in your house. bitches exactly. I would like to answer the question. Hold on, let me just finish phrasing it. To me, that feels like a chicken who stretches out his neck and asks the fucking farmer with a butcher's knife, "Yeah, don't chop my goddamn head off." I'm okay. going to give you the keys to my body, but don't don't kill me. Let me answer real quick, Big Truck, because I do have to let um, Black Wizard finish. We we kind of just kind of took over. Oh, Black his, Wizard, his oppor- Wizard, his, my, my Wizard. He know what I'm yeah, saying. Like a wizard. Uh, his opportunity. That's what I said. To his opportunity to speak. But to answer your question, I think that. Anybody you come across has the ability to screw you over in a moment. I'm not married to anybody. Let me finish. Let me finish. So in the same way, your partner, your, your, your husband has the ability to screw you over too. Danny just highlighted ways in which he could do so. However, I think that the, I don't think that a person should operate under the mindset that I'm going to trust you until you screw me, but that a person should properly vet and use his spirit of discernment to try to find out if this is someone I can trust before oh putting his God, trust bro. into said person. Girl, yeah, uh, uh, so you know what? No concrete. Mr. George, can I ask you a question, please? We got to get back to Black Wizard because we, we kind of took over wizard. his. Uh, oh, Black thing. Wizard. <laughs> Black Wizard. I understand, but I I know how to say his name. So let me read this real quick and I'm going to let you finish up. Uh, Andrew Wilkins says, shout out to Omega Dreads. Reason these hood or non-hood women feel comfortable saying the N-word. It's because black women kiss their behinds and make them feel inclusive. That is so far off. Come on, stop stop the cap. Um, But thank you anyways for the super chat. He ain't talking when you didn't see baby... He started with that. It's all the black woman's fault. Um, Sheikah says, why are men trying to make women responsible for men not fathering? We can only control ourselves, not others. Rx says, can I get on the panel? Sure, Rx, we would love for you to come up and join us. I'm going to let Black Wizard finish so I can move on to Big Truck and get his commentary. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, to to, uh, Sister George and Concrete Roses, point, I guess, um, even though they were kind of trolling in the beginning. <laughs> to, to their point, um, trauma usually operates in the way in the way of binary. So tra- when trauma shows up, you can usually tell it's there because somebody will take something and say, it's either this way or that way. And the nuance starts to fade away. So when when people say don't trust women or all men ain't shit or not, not even all just men ain't shit that that's looking at things in a binary way. And it usually, usually I'm not saying that every single individual who speaks that way is traumatized. I'm saying it usually comes from a pattern of trauma when somebody speaks in binary 
uh, in a binary facts. So yes, to to their to the point, if you're saying something like, um, "Don't trust women," when as human beings, uh, we are designed, we are literally designed to trust each other. Like, there's inherent risk in everything. So, if if you're saying, "Don't trust women," even even if your explanation is completely rational and makes a whole lot of sense, you're still it, it, more than more often than not that comes for trauma. Mm. Agreed wholeheartedly. Thank you for being the voice of reason and logic. <laughs> Appreciate you. Um, Andrew Wilkins says, I agree with trust no women. How many times you think us men should keep going through chicks getting prego and lying, saying, we're the father? 20 dang times? Even when condoms are used, they still try it. Stop messing with hood, hood chicks, uh, Andrew. Uh, Andrew says, oh, we know what you meant. I meant trust no woman. I figured as much. Thank you, Andrew. We appreciate your support. Big Truck, what you got on the topic? Okay. Well, oh, gee, where do I start? So much data. Okay. Um, I'll start like about saying this. Um, first of all, I'm for, you know, I'm fortunate. I had married parents and they married before I was conceived and they were, they were very disappointed to hear from me that I didn't like, um, that I didn't want to date American women anymore, that I chose to get a foreign woman, simply because I had to explain to them. I was like, listen, the dating game is terrible for us men right now. And um, it's not so much single moms that are the problem. See, in my opinion, there's, you know, there's different situations. Like, I, I wouldn't have too much of a problem dating or possibly even marrying a single mom if her husband was killed in some unfortunate accident or something. That's one thing. If she was married and and you know and her husband like was killed in war or some shit like that, that's one thing. Maybe I can make a consideration for that. But when you're talking about irresponsible sexual behavior and wifing up or getting or or getting pregnant by a guy who ain't shit, who's not trying to do nothing and everything just because oh I was young and it was a mistake and this that and all the, all those lies and that nonsense. My thing is, it's like, no, nah, I, I can't see doing that. And I and I have dated a single mom before, but um, I was like, yo, listen, I, I I was honest with her. I was I was like, you know, instead of being like, oh yeah, well, I'm just gonna have sex with you and just leave. I told her, I was like, listen, I can't get serious about you because you have a kid, and that's the bottom line. And more and more of these guys, yeah, like you keep, you keep talking about the space. A lot of these guys in here have gotten hurt because they've lost their. Uh, and I, I won't say their wife, I'll say their baby mama. She's left them for whatever reason. She's taking the kids because she had full rights. They're paying child support. And these guys don't understand how they got fucked so badly in court that they're stuck paying child support for 18 years. So Wait some a minute. Of them, are well, they Pookies and Ray Rays? Well, well, as far as Pookie and Rayway, I don't know because the problem is there's some chicks who use guys for money. So you might have a worthwhile guy. And then this chick is fucking around on the side and using the worthwhile guy for his resources. And then when he finds out about it, she's just off and leaves. So that the, every situation is 100% different. So a lot of these guys have problems with single moms for a variety of reasons. Some of them don't like their own mother. I'll be perfectly honest. They will never admit to it, but some of them don't like their own mother. Some of them don't like their baby mama. Some of them just in general may think that single moms are hurt in the black community because they constantly hear the rhetoric that single moms are producing criminals as children. And that just that's just it. So it's one thing for you to point out 
the rhetoric in the space. It's another thing for you to understand that that rhetoric is coming from somewhere. So that's just the bottom line. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you made some really good points. I think you made some really good points. Um, which one? Which one? Which one? Um, being that that the that their views did come from somewhere, um, they didn't just get mad at single mothers for no reason. That their views came from somewhere, and there is a variety of reasons, um, that they feel the way that they feel. I think that's valid. Uh, yeah, if you ask most of these dudes in the chat to raise their hands if they have a single mama out there somewhere fucking some other dude while simultaneously drawing child support from them, I'm pretty sure most of them will respond, yeah, that's that's where I am right you now. Know what, because because a lot of them come on here and they're telling the same story every single day about their single mom, their baby mama uh, snatching their child support. I, I'll tell you a real quick story. My cousin, and I blame my cousin for this, my cousin, he had a, a baby with this chick, a Puerto Rican chick, and then he had a second one with her, and then he left her for a Haitian chick and got married to the Haitian chick, so the Puerto Rican decides to smite him, so she takes him to court, screws him in court, now he's got to pay child support for two kids, and then she moved out of the state, she moved way down south. He hasn't seen them kids in seven to eight years, and he's still paying child support for the next, what is it, 11 years or whatever it is? So... I blame him, but the thing about it is, he, you know, granted, he should have been smarter than that, but the mere fact that women can do stuff like that, and granted, I'm not blaming her for this one, but a lot of those situations happen where it's not the guy's fault. A lot of those situations happen where a woman says, oh, yeah, well, I'm just going to leave you for somebody better, or I'm going to just go out and do my own thing. And then you also have to remember, there's a lot of these women out here who, are, especially with these LGBT women, They'll fuck a guy just to get pregnant and then had no intentions of staying with him. And now he's on the goddamn child support dole for the next 18 years. And she takes his baby and goes to her girlfriend and moves uh, wherever. And now he ain't got the right but to see that kid like once a week or whatever it is. So my thing is, and they're called reproductive abusers. And that's something I never hear anybody talk about. And, and my thing is, you talk about why is it that the men in the space don't trust women? They've got every reason not to. They've got feel, every reason. But, but then, yeah. but then, if you if you're sitting here saying that your cousin got a woman pregnant, he twice, fucked up. No, wait, wait, wait. He fucked up. I keep blaming him. Yeah, blame yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if so, if I sit here and, and I tell you that I got cheated on by a guy and I decided to leave his ass alone. And Concrete sits here and she tells you that she got cheated on by somebody. Exactly. We wouldn't have a fucking reason to trust men, but we still go. Yeah, forward, exactly. right? I, I, totally, I totally agree with you. First of all, we all know that men are prone to cheat. The bottom line is there's a lot of women out there who are willing. They don't even care if they know that that's your man. They will go to him and they will catch him alone when his blood pressure is high, and they'll cheat with the dude. So oh, we're already, you, a lot you, of us, hold on, hold on. One second, one second, one second, one second. You're helping men a lot escape of, accountability, wait, though. Wait, wait, one second. A lot of us are already practicing polyamory and don't even know it because our significant other might be uh, cheating on us already. Because you all know... 
that most of these women got work husbands and most of these men got work wives. So you already know. Let me say this real quick. That don't mean you're sleeping with somebody because they're a work husband or work wife. But I think you're helping men evade accountability when you say things like, oh, like like a woman just took advantage of them. In addition, when a person when you say that a person has every reason not or every reason not to trust the opposite sex, that is also a way of avoiding accountability. Be accountable for your actions and who you chose. Yes, it is. Hold on. Let me finish. Do better at vetting people and ensuring that you are with someone who is trustworthy as opposed to looking at the fact that she has a round derriere and getting with her and not, you know, and, and ignoring all the red flags. Girl, that ass was trustworthy, honey. Yeah, but how, how, do you trust, how do you trust somebody who's excellent at lying? First of all, women, women are masters. Women are masters of the visual lie. You've got heels yeah. on. You ain't that tall. You got a push-up bra. Your breasts aren't that big. You, you got, got on a hat and you got a beard to, to cover that weak chin and cover that receipt. Men cannot lie about their dick size and they can't lie about their wife. They can no, they cannot. Men lie, women lie. I mean, if everybody lies. Women tell bigger lies, though. If a woman says no, women out, a man they cannot they lie about that. Men just suck at lying because no, we men, are no. not lying because men are women, not good liars. Women, women, women are not tell bigger lies. lies. Women, women lie about their fathers. We're, women we're lie about this lying. man abusing him and women getting him locked up. Wait, 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 wait. So y'all gonna sit over here and actually argue about who lies the best? Women are the masters of the visual lie. So if it, I can't even trust you standing in you front of me. You know what, though? You know what, though, Big Truck? I'm gonna call big ass cap on that How shit, is that a big cap? Truck. Men, men uh-huh. can't uh, You know what? I'm gonna call big cap on it. Okay, because this is a term that you just came up with or a term that y'all heard. Women, uh, I'm going to tell you, um, women are uh, the biggest liars, the biggest visual. Li- what, what is the term? No, no that is not what I said. You I said make up something I, that's not what I said. I said women are the masters of the visual lie. That's what women are the masters of the visual lie. Yes, and let well, us men are the masters of a good tongue, baby. And they're a lot of ass. I'm sorry, men are the masters of good having good tongue. Uh, <laughs> using their tongue to lie. And yes, I would think so, but you know, that's just me. But bottom line, is, bottom line is the reason why so many of these black women are finding themselves unmarried is because men, more and more, because they look at the court system, they do not want to take the chance of losing no. half a shit or their kids' access to a woman who just no. up and decides that they going to go somewhere else and be with somebody else. That's well, what no, every woman has been proposed to. And most yeah, of you're wrong. Wrong. No. you're wrong Sister, sister, you know what's funny? Somebody pulled that out on me, and they said, oh, yeah, well, I'm closer to being married than you were. I got proposed to. That's the biggest fucking bullshit there is in the world. If there ain't no ring on your finger, then what? Fuck the proposal. All of that is bullshit. If he didn't uh, you do have a ring on, on your finger, finger if you're proposing, if he didn't, I got a ring, even though I ain't married. If he did not put that ring on that finger and march you down the aisle to that judge or that uh, reverend, 
that, no, there's no such thing as being close. What they are, I mean, you know what that proposal is? That proposal is a fake when a woman corners a man and says, oh, well, listen, if you don't propose to me, I'm going to leave you. That's, that's, what so he Whoa, that's not so what happened. Do? Women so don't have to even do that. What does he do? He goes out, he gets a cheap-ass ring, and then they start talking marriage, and that's how you see all what these women who've been, uh, they've been engaged for two or three years. That's yeah, some people you. ain't in a rush. I mean, yo, too much yo, yo. However, however, um, and sometimes it's the man pushing for it, saying, "Let's go ahead and do this." And sometimes the woman is 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 sometimes. the one that's like, "No, nah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't know why y'all think that all women are so desperate to rush down the aisle. I you know why. Why is it desperate, bro? Exactly. No, let me tell you the reason why. But you know what you're talking about, right now. Because right now I'm 39 and I'm about to turn 40. All of my 40 year old, 41 and 42 year old black female co-workers and friends, they are sitting at home alone with their goddamn cat. And they wondering, they on their Facebook, they on their Instagram constantly posting those catfish photos where they show only the angle of their face. So you don't realize that they're huge. And they're talking about God sending them a man. God ain't sending you nothing at all. Jesus Christ, well, bro. Listen, big, big truck, bro. Listen, that don't mean they want to get married. Black women don't want to get married, bro. I don't know where you, what world you live in. These women are not sitting around waiting for somebody to marry them. Black women are not thirsty to get married. Yeah, you're, you're, not thirsty. you're not thirsty until those bills start no. coming in and you realize that you can't Jesus, simultaneously bro. afford a new air conditioner and afford to eat. Big truck, yeah, that's exactly that where I was in life. I was like, that ain't my story, but um, I hear you. No, no, no. I can't do this shit no more. No, hold on. This is the last thing we're going to say. The problem isn't that black women don't want to be married. The problem is you can't get the guy you want. That's the problem. If you say so. Yeah, listen, it's not even about them getting the man they want. They don't want to be married, even if they got the perfect guy in their eyes at the time. Black women do not thirst over marriage like you think they do. You're talking, you are sitting here talking about women in their 40s and 50s. You're talking about an age demographic where they're looking for a companion more than a marriage. But marriage is, nowadays has little meaning in the word. It, it can mean a long thing. No, well, Women can say she wants to get married and all she thinks is she wants a stinking relationship. Oh, it doesn't mean shit. Listen, but, listen, come on, bro. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why you why you got so upset when I said that. Because I'm sick of that narrative that black men are bad and don't want to marry you. Let me truck finish. We're going to read the super chats. First of all, to address that, women, especially you look at them on their social media. Women are proud of three things. They're proud of their husband, their wedding ring, and their children. If they're missing any of the two out of the three, all of a sudden they go real quiet come Valentine's Day. Number two, the issue that I have with what I'm saying that you're disagreeing with, no, they do want to get married. They can't get the man they want who has what they want. They don't want just a man. Just they don't want just a man who's six foot six, but they want a man who's six foot six, makes three hundred thousand dollars a year, and has a huge dick. That's what if they look for. So. And if they Bro. can't get that, then they try to hold out and they hold out and they hold out all the while. Tick tick tick. The clock is ticking on the egg and their milk, and eventually the egg and the milk run 
they run sour. So the guys at that age, they say, yo, I'm going to go get me a woman half your age. And that's what happens. And then they find exactly. out. There you go right there. Know. That's the key. Bro, that's the key word right there. Half your age. You're talking about some old hoes. Let, let us read the super chats real quick. And then we're going to get you about this, bro. Archer, yeah, we get you in next. Hold on one second. Um, we got a super chat from Andrew Wilkins. He says, Mrs. Carlin, bad example. I've been with hood, valley, suburban, black women all through this country. None of them care if I or others have a girlfriend. They still give it up. Black women are all about supporting the cheating life. Those gangs. Um, yeah. okay. um, well, get you another. Go, go get you a Becky. We ain't mad. We're we gonna just go and sit, sit down. Concrete already pulled up the stats, so okay, they support it too. <laughs> um, Archer, hey, kill me now. Uh oh, Archer, what uh, you got on this topic? Look, I came up here because the the title triggered me and triggered people, <laughs> triggered people. You know, so, uh oh, I was sure talking shit about you earlier too. I just, I was like, I didn't think you was gonna pull up on my ass because I was like, Archer got fifteen goddamn baby mamas and y'all don't be saying shit to his ass. Child, I was talking. I'm talking not, wait, wait, what can you say to a nigga that ain't shit? He, hey, what, what, what can they say to me? <laughs> <laughs> what can they say? That's why they don't even try. It's pointless. It's a futile effort. But anyway. <sighs> okay. I don't even know where to begin. First, I'm going to begin with you, Big Trucker, because that's what's on my mind. Listen, just calm down, bro. I'm going to say this. You don't got to respond. But you're talking about some old hags, bro. We ain't talking about old hags. Women, black women in their prime between the ages of 18 and 30 do not want to be married. Point blank. Great. Period. I disagree. you don't. You don't. Well, they, bro. Even the celebrities who have the top not the top not fame, money, all that stuff. They don't. They don't get married. Every, black men of a, a certain demographic. Like every, I know black. I know. I know when I'm dating a woman and whether or not even I should propose to her or not because I know good and well whether it's going. If you're going or not, most black women ain't going. Marriage is not something they they pine over. Black women view marriage as a bigger commitment than having a child. They fear marriage. Facts, facts. So don't don't go there with that. And I mean, I kind of I, I kind of lost my whole point. So I'm just gonna rant about fucking black women getting married. They don't want it. That's the reason why there's so many single mothers. Not so many single mothers because black men just ain't shit and they're getting pregnant by a whole bunch of terrible men who don't want to raise the kids. No, they enjoy being a single mother. The marriage is the child. See, if these women didn't want to be with or have anything to do with these men at all, they wouldn't be fucking getting pregnant by them. Oh, wow. Really? You think so? Yeah, You really I think, think so? so. That's, not, <laughs> that's how a logical creature would think. But guess what? Black women are not logical. Wait a minute. So, so you, you're, you're telling me that I'm wrong because black women don't have any logic whatsoever? Yes. I'm telling you wrong about their reasoning for reason why they get pregnant. Listen, Archer, what state do you live in? What state do you live in? I'm from Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota itself is a state that ain't shit, number one. I live exactly. in New York. Yeah. I live in a real state, right? The people you got out there are all fucked up. Half of them are Somali immigrants, right? So here's the thing. Yeah. I, while I cannot speak to the dilapidation of Minnesota, I've seen you on the news a number of times. But while I cannot speak to the dilapidation of the mental issues in the women who live in your state, uh -huh. what I can say is that if you come to a real state with uh -huh. real black women who have real intelligence levels, 
You don't see this exact same thing going down. So there's not there's not single mothers in New York. Now, granted, right now I'm in Jersey. We have, we have some, but we have fewer and fewer because more and more black men are not getting them pregnant and they're practicing safe sex. No, I, I agree. With, I, I agree with the fact that more and more men are, are avoiding getting women pregnant. I agree with that fact. But the fact that women desire the statement that women desire marriage. Black women desire marriage, and the only reason they're not getting married is because black men ain't shit and don't want to propose. No, but see, oh, listen, wow. listen, listen. We, we're, we're coming to the same conclusion. I said they do want marriage, but they're not getting it because the guys that they want aren't the ones that choose them. No, that's the not the same conclusion. Bro, you long-winded as fuck. You They're saying they do want marriage. This is his time to speak. Right. You saying wow. they do want marriage. I'm saying they don't. So we're not coming to the same conclusion. See, no, you're still not. living in a way. You're still blue pill for these women. You think they're good at heart. I'm not blue pill. You still think no. You're a blue pill for them. You no, still no. think they are innocent snowflakes who do nothing I, wrong. So, Archer, let me ask you a question. What's up, bro? So, hey, what's happening, bro? Um, so, uh, do you think it's the same state by state or you think, I mean, region, because we know that, I mean, down South women still want to get married, you know, um, they still want to get married, you know, some, some parts, Southern, I mean, East coast side, you still have that, that drive to get married by a certain, certain amount of time, you know, why aren't they getting married? Um, even after proposal, after proposal, why are they having children and not getting married? See, they don't well, get to because these women are not getting. No, it has nothing to do with thoughtness. Okay. There's guys out here proposing I'm to, to answer. There's guys out here who wants to marry thoughts. We see it every damn day. Right. Hey, I agree with you, bro. I agree. With you, these bro. women I mean, have no shortage of men offering to marry and women them. Women are having less yeah. children too, so don't make it seem like they just opening their legs and popping out kids. Women are well, having not, less children and no, not getting married. No, they're, they're, they're not, not popping I'm not out. Gonna make that, I'm not going to make that argument because right now, like, sex is down all across the board. But in general, women yeah. see, we see. My thing is not that when, like, my thing is that everybody keeps acting like the problem in the black community really is the fact that that men are no longer traditional and don't want to marry black women. Kevin, I hate to bring his name up, but it's Kevin Samuels. It's a show. See, the value of his show is it lets women talk. And when you let right. women talk, they tell on themselves. Right, right. I don't give a damn if he wasn't the man you wanted. I don't give a damn if, if, if he wasn't the perfect man and you're waiting for the next right. floor. The point is, every woman by the age of 30 has multiple proposals under her belt. You can't, as a group of women, have multiple proposals under each of your belts as black women and come up here and tell us that black men don't want to get married. Well, but what about no, this you. part, Archer? Okay. What about this part? On Kevin's show, I mean, they all say that they've been proposed to multiple times, but then when he breaks them down, they really haven't. Well, I've never heard him break down and prove they haven't proposed. I heard him well, go into why they turned it down. Well, when he, he asked them, has a man gotten down on one knee and given you a ring? And they say, well, no, um, well, uh, yeah, I've been proposed. They, they wiggle around. They go back and look at his stuff, man. I mean, it's, it's multiple times that he's broken, broken them down, and they really haven't been proposed to. But in their minds, so you you know, if, if you're dealt with enough women. women. But, 
If you dealt with enough women, you you know that that they fabricate things. Some of them fabricate okay. things in their heads about relationships. How do you mistakenly and, say you've been proposed to? How do you? Yeah, know? I, I can't okay. even I can't what, even what, argue hey, against that. Like they're saying, saying. you know how you do it concrete. I'm gonna tell you exactly how. Yeah. Like when he hitting it real good, he was like, "Ooh, I marry your ass." Oh, be like, oh, he come on, bro. Get the fuck out of here. You don't how you know Archer? Have you had it like that before? No. I mean, I told exactly. bitches I'll marry. I told bitches I'll fucking ass. You about to have my kid. I told oh, bitches I'll concentrate to shit while you fucking uh, ass. It really is the quintessential A-S-H-I-T ninja. Like, yeah. I, 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 I really meant this shit when he was like, I want you to have my baby. He really meant this shit. He clearly nah, did. Nah, nah, you know what? Um, I, look, I have a good batting record, bro. I, I'm like I'm like 50 for three, bro. Like, that's good. And then one of the three, one of the three is a possible, not even a, a, a good book. Like, you know what I'm saying? I still ain't know that. That bitch fucking around. Fuck that bitch. She could die. But anyway. Oh, like, God. You are oh. so toxic. Oh, God. Damn. This is toxic masculinity on display. Um, you know what? Can I can I say something real quick? Because um, I kind of agree with Archer and Big Trump. What? Um, you agree with Archer's ignorant ass? God damn, oh, yeah. he, he, he made a good... Uh-oh, you lose credibility. Nah, because I, I'm from New Jersey, and I, I'm from New York, too, and um, as far as like these young black women, like the ones in their twenties, yeah, they don't, uh, don't want to get married, and they'll have a baby by the dude they want as a way to keep them, but they don't think about marriage until way later in like their thirties, like when they're past the wall. So then it would make sense what Big Truck is saying. Then it would make sense what Big Truck is saying, where he's saying, okay, he's seeing these women forty years old. 50 years old, they want to get married now. Yeah, because they yeah. waited too long. They don't think yeah, about it when they're young. About them. I've not heard young girls who are in their 20s yeah. who have children say that um, they feel like they're too young to get married. Like, you, you all have heard that it's like, too. It's like, it's like ruining their life. Like, they don't want to sign up for that. They're like, I'm they, too they young. Look, I don't want to marry. Can I also right, tell no, you this? Right, right, let's, not, I agree. let's not forget that it's not encouraged in black households. How often do we hear, you keep your head in the books, you don't need no man, you should Education. Yeah, we hear, black, we hear black fathers say that shit all the time. What are you talking well, listen, about? This is the way I still got my turn. One time, I'm almost done. This is how black women normally view things graduate school, graduate house, buy, I mean, gra- graduate college, buy a house, start a business, then get married. That is their, that's the, the plan most of them have for their life. To the point where a girl, I had saw a girl on Facebook and she was clapping to some beat and it literally came out that way and I argued with her in the comment section like, chick, you're doing it backwards. And she was, she was not having it. She was like, like by the time a woman graduate, gets, gets out of high school, graduates college, buys a house and has her own business and some uh, great entrepreneurs, you know, that great, you know, black women independent story is done. You're in your forties. Now, now all of a sudden this marriage is on the list. And this woman was like 19, like 20. Kevin always says that too. Well, that's a common talking point in this space that black women do it backwards, that we, um, white women go to college to get married and black women go to college to get a degree. But you know what, what the crazy part is the same people that they accuse of um when we go out and get our educations in mm-hmm. um the marriage and shit is secondary it is black fathers who preach those fucking messages 
um the most black mothers and black fathers yeah um yeah. black fathers is don't get no don't get pregnant by these ratchet ass niggas these yeah. niggas don't want to but, but, but since it's yours, we never we never came up here and said that most black men are not indoctrinated into the matriarchal way of thinking yeah but we you said, know what we, we, in this space in this space we say most black men are matriarchal minions we're yeah, basically the old generation of them it's very interesting, but it's interesting because when guys do come up here, y'all make it sound like women are pulling these things out of their ass, and none of y'all seem, none of y'all hold the men accountable for that. Well, when Kevin like, gets on his show, let me finish this point. I'm looking at my back. Um, when Kevin gets on his show and he's saying that black women are doing it backwards, I ain't never heard him once say, "Well, you know what." Black men was teaching these lessons to their daughters because black mm. men don't trust other black men. But what he will say is, well, oh. y'all trying to get y'all degrees, y'all doing it backwards and y'all fucked right. up. And so we don't need a man. That's what he said. Right. Black white women go to get their degrees so they don't okay. need a man and white women go to get a man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this no. chat real, real quick, Archer, and I'm going to let you have it. Um, I got two of them. Oh, three, actually. Okay, Archer is right. Black women in their prime don't want marriage. They want to travel to All-Star Weekend facts vegas facts dubai fact facts yes hoes and to live the oh, young I don't know about that part, life. But they, they do feel um, like when women talk about living their best life they don't include marriage in that you know when when, when we see young girls like oh i'm living my best life and like nothing not, none of that includes like marriage your husband like none of that yeah um shout out to black witch hey she says if you think men will hurt you and marrying them puts you at their mercy then it's logical to think having a child is a better decision children won't hurt you like men might yeah. hey lady hey witch. <laughs> shout out to andrew is my favorite andrew <laughs> says the reason black women don't be wanting marriage because they don't want to submit to black men. Mm. They see the D hopping bisexual <laughs> life as a way to undermine oh and my one God. Listen. <laughs> Who I, said I, black I, women out there scissoring and D hopping? They ain't trying to baby, get married. <laughs> it was a way to undermine and one up them by getting some vagina go here oh archer. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. archer archer said you, let me let me say this archer uh-uh wait a minute because yeah, it was archer's turn and archer, well, has well, archer just said he was about to leave but let me just say this no, archer, I'm about to finish after, 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 after listening to your point the way you explain it so now i understand i understand a lot better what you're getting at with your point so why I will I will concede exactly what you're saying about a lot of these young women who are spending so much time going to school and this that and other, and then they wake up later and then they want to get married. So yes, I will I will give you that one. But what I also will say is these black women are watching all of these other women around them, Jewish women and Asian women. They don't give a fuck if they're in school or not. They still getting married. The problem is this culture is not marriage minded, and that's why it's headed yeah. down the toilet. That's yeah, why it's down the If you okay, let me finish this point very quickly. Let me move on. I got one more point because I just remember what I came up here to talk about, and it was the, the trusting women thing. And I'm gonna make my point about that and I'll set up background. I be ain't shit in the back back seat in the back row. Listen. It's better. This is this is thing right here. You should see in black community, we are taught to trust women to a fault. And yes, black men don't trust each other, but that's encouraged amongst the board with black people. Don't trust right. them niggas over there. 
So it's That's encouraged right. for, for the men not to trust the men and the women not to trust the men. But it's, yep. it, 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 but it's encouraged for everybody just to default trust the women. That's right, I would, ra- I would rather you not trust a woman. And like you said, sister, she could have been down for your back. She could have had your back. She could have been on your team. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. I, I would have, but you know what? When I find that out, guess what I'm going to be? Pleasantly surprised. And then I might change my mind. Might. But I would rather have that situation where I go into the, I go into the situation, giving the chick the side eye, and she has to prove to me that she has my back and that I should trust mm. her rather than me going she, to the situation yeah, with her full trust. Concrete. Huh? That's what I was you the saying. Side eye. She should be giving you the side eye with your track record. But you know but what? Nah. You know what? The concrete. This, this wait, wait, is what I figured man, out. They give me the side with I track record and no track record. I was 18 and getting the side eye. I'm a black they man. Knew what you Where you going, man? Of. You can't go down there. They knew what you was capable of. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, you can't go down there. Wait a minute. You, you, niggas, you niggas sound so toxic. Archer won't take the bitch up through there and then be like, oh, she cool because she done took all his shit. I'm toxic. Sister George, I'm rip off the I'm rip off the top the condom toxic. Don't fuck with me, bro. Well, see, this is what my look. I can't stand him. Yeah. Sometimes when a man tell you he ain't ish, ladies, you got to believe him. This is a prime example. All right, can I say one last thing before I go ahead, Leo? Because I'm about to like cool man ass again. When when, when I said, y'all didn't let me finish, I I said, I was trying to say, don't trust women easily because Mm. we've been taught as you know, young kids growing up, this Disney uh, fairy tale that women are like angels and they're infallible and they ain't going to do nothing wrong to you as long as you treat them nice. And you found out the hard way that that's not the case. You kind of found out that you can't trust what they say. You have to pay more attention to what they do. Absolutely. I think that's a fair point. point. Um, Yeah, so, but but the thing is is that women even have a problem with that. They want you to trust them like they're angels. Like, no, I'm not yeah, I, I wouldn't expect any human to trust any human blindly. But when y'all get up here and say, "Well, don't trust women," no, don't trust anybody with blind ass faith. But, That's but, just but, 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 Mr. George. You have to understand the condition of the black community and why that the women have to be added into that. Because when we right. whenever we say anything negative about black Americans at all, we always exclude the women. Like even yeah. this is uh, um okay that's uh, a fair point Ty, that's a fair Ty point. City Ty City said this the other day. This is why he always says all women instead of some instead of he wouldn't even say ninety nine percent because every woman's gonna put herself in that one percent he's not talking about mm-hmm. and we do that even as black men and the whole black community we we can't just say don't trust black people because yeah, we're just gonna assume that's a nigga. Ty City as a as a reference Ty City don't matter. Yeah. I, I don't care. and he a part of the Illuminati. Tyson is a part of whatever he wants to be. When a point, when somebody makes a point, somebody makes a point. The message is more important to the, than the messenger. I've always said that. I've always right. believed that. I don't care who says it, as long yeah, as it's correct. Don't, don't use Ty City as an example. He and the well, Illuminati. Don't listen to me. I mean, you shouldn't listen to me anyway. I ain't shit. Sure. Oh, oh, please. So let me let me let me ask the ladies a question. Okay, we got to really quick read this comment from Cool Man. Okay. Why are you worried about the about men broke down? I thought you both have a man. Why are you worried about Ooh. us, school man? 
I thought man, you had a man. man. I thought you had a man too. You bring what your ass over here oh. worried about what we worried about. Exactly. Your boyfriend, baby. It's Pride Month. So great. Oh. <laughs> Why y'all gotta come out with the Because he always coming for our neck, like always. And we, oh, and we shoot neck over here. We don't just sit around and get popped upside the damn head. We gonna hit your ass back. I'm sick of his ass. Release the love for y'all. Um. Anyways, back Rodney. to my femininity. Go ahead, Rodney. Damn it. Oh. Did you have know, a question? Right? Okay, sorry about that, y'all. Sorry about that. I, I, I muted myself. Um, yeah, so I wanted to ask the ladies' question. Um, uh, when you guys were talking about, um, you know, trying to defend other women, saying it's not all women, and and basically talking about the stories that that, that guys were, were were telling, could it be that you guys are good women and you don't you you don't affiliate yourselves with the types of women who engage in these nefarious, you know, uh, uh, schemes uh, mm -hmm. to basically use men for monetary gain. Um, yes, that well, could be it. Be, but the men in this space uh, apply any statement that they're using to all black women, even the good ones. But I do think that I have had a hard time. I can't stand him. I do think that I have had a hard time. <laughs> so distracting. I I've had you. a hard time distinguishing myself from other women, from women of another ilk. Uh, and my, my fiance pointed that out. Like not everybody's not me. There are some trifling women. And for me not to acknowledge that, that um, is um, makes me not credible. So, yes, right. I do think Because, I mean, I, I, well, I personally. I'll, I'll say this, Rodney. Um, mm -hmm. I will say that I've been on both sides. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say my behavior as a baby mama, especially in the earlier um like around the time when my son was a, a young, young baby, that I was always in the right with how I handle things or my maturity level. And I'm not going to sit over here and say that I wasn't a raging bitch. I've done my share of shit, um, which is why I feel comfortable with being able to call it from both sides. I've been on both sides. I've um, been in a position to where I showed my natural black ass and then I've been in a position to where I got my shit together and I found me a, well, my husband found me. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, and I hear it. I hear it in you, Sister George. I hear it but in you. Yeah, I, you, I, you've you grown. Got it in you. And I, yeah. I, didn't, I never really went through that per se. I was like really young when I had my kids. And then, you know, I was with my ex for almost 15 years. So like when I, I was, I've never been the type to like, you know, give you some mess unless there is a very good reason or it's kind of pulled out of me. Right. But um, I do think that you being able to speak from that position, uh, like you being able to speak from the growth that you've endured makes uh -huh. your opinion very valid and valuable. Right. And, and, and basically, you know, and, and I'm I, I, thinking about how, I mean, your level of toxicity that, that you, you acknowledge now think about somebody two times worse than that. Now, and imagine hanging out with that person and not being on that level, but you still being good. But then you see all of this stuff around you. Because I'm going to tell you, I work in a field where it's basically uh, it's 90 percent women. And I tend to hear stories and, and be privy to things uh, that they after I've been around them for a while, they don't even see me as a threat. They don't see me as someone to hide that from. So I see it and I hear it. And um, these are not 
your app, your ratchet types, these are higher level women, you know, these are nurses, doctors, you know, uh, so I see these people and, and hear the stories that they tell and the things that they do. They don't necessarily even need the money, but they do it because they think that men are stupid, you know, and they stay, they say it. So there's, there's just like this, this, um, this move towards not respecting uh, men and thinking that that men should be manipulated because I'm going to get you before you get me. Mm-hmm. You know? and, yes. and um, you know, you can be just as nice as you want to. I'm going to tell you, I, 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 I'm, I'm usually a pretty nice guy. You know, I have a little ratchet in me as well, but I mean, I've even held doors open for beautiful women and get back. Appreciate you. You know, and, I, and you know how that makes you feel, you know, and I'm 51. Yeah. So I'm telling you, you know, things have changed. And, you know, if you were raised in a, in a good girl type of environment and you've evolved from that point and then you see these other people out here running a whole different way, you know, I, that's why I tell women a lot of good women should not circle the wagons around ratchet, uh, uh, disrespectable types because it makes y'all look bad. That's a good point. But you know what? My fiance, uh, he's done that same thing for women, just simply opening the door for them. And he'll mm-hmm. get, I know you ain't trying to look at my ASS, right. or like, and met with attitude for right. doing like something you, gentlemanly. And now right. he just won't even do it. He's like, right. he's not, not right. all women on their own, you know? Right. I've even discussed this with my mother. And uh, I mean, the things that we talk about, and she thinks that, that basically it's it's uh, it's reality TV. She said it's people are just coming out, doing things that are, uh, just out of pocket. Just you know, it's just it's ridiculous. And 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 we know. I mean, a lot of us we know we weren't raised that way. Look, I when I came up, women weren't like that. You know, <laughs> Jerome. He just left the slam in their face. Now that's just rude, Jerome. You know what? I wanted to. I wanted to just. That's Jerome. Look, I wanted to push her ass back. And shut the door and have her open it up on downstairs, you know? You know, see, and, and and you get that for pretty points. I mean, it's like you, this woman is beautiful. Let me open up this door. I don't want nothing from you. Let me just do something, you know, for you. I'm trying to be nice and sweet. And right. Sweet and, and right. Broad. And you like get back. Yeah, you get some rusty ass man shit back. Nah, that's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you open up the door yourself. You know, you know what? A guy didn't hold a door open for me one day. I was so freaking appalled by it. I was like, oh hell no, nah. chivalry <laughs> is not dead. Thank like, you. and I had on a dress, so I was really pissed at him open the door for me. I was oh, like, hell. Oh, you, hell, you, get, you get the it special treatment because of me. How many of them don't even wear dresses nowadays? Shit. I'm saying like I had on a really cute dress and I was prissy and primpy and shit. Mm. And my hair was flowing, child. And he didn't even hope, baby, I was like, oh, I know y'all. And we were in Mississippi. Thank your sisters for ruining it for for the rest of us. Absolutely. Baby, why is this nigga still here? Are you okay? Have you been astray? (laughs) Or or have you now become domesticated? This dude, he's psychotic. Don't even worry about it. But um, I wanted to... Has that been Oh, he um, almost made me go, girl. I was about to go on Rodney, did you have yes. any other commentary before we um, get the uh, before we get General Strong in? Uh, no, you know I appreciate you guys' show. I try to check it out when I can. Usually I'm at work in that time, but uh, you know, uh, shout out my channel. You know, if you guys get a chance, go check me out. We certainly will. Thank you yeah. so much for joining Drop us. Your channel in the back chat because I don't. Absolutely. I didn't even know you had a channel there, brother. 
Okay. And we I'll enjoyed your uh, commentary, so thank you. All for right. The okay. Well, I'll listen in the cut. All right. I don't know what King doing, but um, General Strong. What Baby is King is over there reading McDonald's menu or text. Listen, I do not on? listen. We see. We can see your text messages. We see you texting your mistress on the phone. Um, General Strong, what is? What are your thoughts on the topic? Hey, ladies, how y'all doing? Fantastic. Good. Um, yeah. Um, I just wanted to comment real quick. Uh, the gentleman earlier that spoke about uh, marriage. Now, um, I've been. I've, I'm. The last time I was on the show, I was mentioning to everyone that I was a foreigner. So I'm bringing kind of like a perspective that's slightly different. Um, you know, I married a modern black woman. I did, and I gave it everything that I had. And the places where I come from, you know, were raised a certain way, were raised to do certain things. And, um, you know, what I expected to get for that, I simply did not get. And um, I was saying it earlier, it's like too many of us just say the same thing. Um, you know, a lot of the guys in, in my community, they all say the same things that they usually don't get exactly what it is that they, they think they're supposed to get being in a marriage situation. The truth is, having lived it myself, I would have to say, I don't think women, I don't think modern women in general have a really, really good appreciation for what men do in the world in general, in particular, because we've been able to I'm trying to give an example here. So we've compartmentalized what men do in general to protect and to provide. We've done it in a way where now we have the police, you make your own money, therefore a man in a house you don't need. You buy your own gun, you have your own car, and that's pretty much it. So you want your kid, go ahead, have the kid so that you don't have to deal with having to submit to a man, you don't have to listen to him. So. You know, it's, it's, it, it's just now where it comes from. I don't know why women buy the idea. I don't know. There's definitely something really seductive about the, the fact that you don't have to answer to anyone other than yourself. And, uh, like I said, when the overarching or archetype idea is individualism, which I mentioned the last time I was on the show, it is just makes some of these of, things easy. What the heck? Baby, King, you you distracting, darling, and, and you too old for that. Get mm -hmm. on, go on, sit down, boo. Okay, I'll let you Sorry. back up if that camera ain't on, because <laughs> if you porn bum us, I'm going to put all kind of spells on your... <laughs> Okay. I know she from the sip. Um, you sorry know I got me some that. good uh, red clay dirt, child. I've been <laughs> fucked you up. Oh, don't do it. Listen, sorry about that, General Strong. We had to. Uh, right. It was just and a really you know, no, That's all right. That's all right. I'm 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 done. I just okay. I just want to say that real, I just want to say that real fast that yeah. um um you know I did give someone a chance mm -hmm. and uh you know I, I just told myself never again and I'm sorry. If you're out there and you're a good woman and you're single, it could have been me, but I'm not doing it no more. I'm so, understand, General 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 General. And I appreciate what yes, you sir, said. Yes, sir. 
as it relates to the fact that, hold on really quickly, that you you have taken the opportunity to, to give a woman a chance. And I understand how your perspective has changed and you move differently as a result. Um, go ahead, whoever that was that was trying to ask a well, question, just be brief. Gentle um, Strong, did you have any um, uh, preconceived uh, positive uh, perceptions of black women before you entered your marriage? Uh, black American women. And, uh, black American know. women before I came to the country. So before I came to, to the country, the images I saw, believe it or not, from, from overseas, a lot of the images are more like, um, I want to say, Oprah. I want to say Tyra Banks. I want to say so positive. Um, okay. Yeah, so they're very positive, empowering. So and now every now and then you have you know videos here and there, Nas, Tupac, whatever the case may be. But overarchingly, it's more of the more accomplished, you know, well put together, you know, so on and so forth. And so when I'm coming, I'm like, okay. I'm going to probably lock up and get something like that. And I did not. And even the one that I married, though, she wasn't behaving that way in her, in our intimate moments. The things that she looks at, the things that she admires on her phone, she envies the freedom or the perception of freedom that the ratchet culture seems to give. She reveled in it. She loved it. She wanted to be able to wake up in the morning without having to put makeup on because it takes 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Well, if you're not used to it, obviously. But she wanted to be able to wake up like that. And I used to tell her, none of these girls wake up like that, plus the Photoshop and the announcements and the so on and so forth and the shots and the nobody. But she, she wanted that. She, 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 she reveled in it. And, uh, you know, I was trying to pull her out of that and I try to do it the best way I can, but I was not able to. So, like I said, when I came here, it was very, very different. Now, it, could it be that perhaps because of my financial abilities? So back home, I lived the upper middle class life. But by the time you transfer that currency, you can only leave certain places because of that so mm -hmm. what i was able to afford back home living a certain lifestyle when i transfer that those funds coming over here i can only afford certain things well then it puts you in certain places where when you know if i if i if i used to be able to live in a place where, where i had like a five-bedroom home well transfer that to here, I can only afford a one-bedroom studio with that same money, then you can understand where that, where that puts me. And I went mm. to school in those areas, I went to date in those areas, and I was not able to get out and see anything else. Mm. I was not no. able to go to the upper urban areas, upper class areas, which would have been the direct translation to my lifestyle back home. But if this is what I was able to see, and that's what I'm accustomed to. All right, can I jump in here right quick? Uh, no, you're wrong. Um, it, it has nothing to do with your social economic standing. See, you, you're not the first one. Now, you're foreign, but you're not the first one to be sell a, sold a bag of goods when it comes to black women. 
But regardless, regardless of your social economic standing, black men of all social economics go through the same thing you you experienced. It's so, not the fact that you so. didn't have a. It didn't, no, black no. Forget, men who are I know. Value. I know this. I know this because I go. I actually would agree with you. I actually would agree with you. I know this because we tend to all go to the same barber shops, and we're saying we're all on the same. Uh, basketball court, so I would, I, we, and we all say the same thing. Absolutely, I disagree. Absolutely. I don't think that high value. Why do? You, why if that's the case, why are so many men aspiring to be high value and thinking okay, that things will change as it relates to how they interact with women when they become high value? And I'm talking about like high, like seven figures. You know. Yeah, I get it. Can uh, I, I, I respond I, to that? I, I, can I, I respond to I, that? Cause I'm not, I got that. I got that, bro. Listen, they think things would change as far as their access to multiple women, as far as mm -hmm. their options will change, but the way they're treated by those women will not change. And even they're not, they're not aware of how they're going to be treated by the women's because they're be still believing in that bag of goods that are being sold to them. They will be treated the same as if they were broke. Black women believe the black women think of you like white men think of you. You ain't shit. If you were, if you're in a freaking Honda Accord or if you're in a Bentley, you still a nigga that ain't shit. I disagree, like, but I don't want to uh, go back and forth I, about I, it because I, I, I don't want to get caught up on this point. So, General I, Strong, I'll let you finish and then we'll get the RX in here. Uh, uh, okay, so I just wanted to add to what you just said, which is hypergamy still exists in upper middle class and upper class too. That's all I got to say. I'm not talking about middle class. I'm talking about upper class. Our hypergamy exists exist there too. Not well, yeah, of course. I'm not, I wasn't speaking about yeah. hypergamy. I'm talking about like the way in which women um, view and treat men. So I think that men of high, men that are high value, I'll just say this really quick. So not, I'm not going to say men that are high value, men that are rich, men that are wealthy. I think that they command a certain amount of respect because a lot of times women know that they're indispensable. That's my belief. Well, then why do we have so many wealthy men in this space, like Dennis Sperling, who still talk about these same issues? That's not so many. You name in one wealthy man. Kevin Samuels. Kevin more. Samuels is not wealthy. He may be, uh, you know, he may be well off. I'm talking about wealthy millionaires. Yeah, but okay, so they, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. See, now, why, why do we have to be so specific to prove the point when it's not the significant group of men? Because that, I'm supposed that, to, because my, you brought it up, and I, and I'm talking about men of a certain men who make a certain amount of money, and even Kevin Samuels, I don't know that he's complaining about his own personal experiences, but I I did specify that it is he, my he, belief he, that women understand that they're uh, dispensable. You can get in line or get left behind when you're with a man who's rich. And there you go, everybody. A woman's perspective. perspective <laughs> I can't whatever. stand you, Archer. But yeah. that, like I said, that's just my opinion. I, I don't think that a man should have to have money in order for them to be respected. I think that you should respect, you know, a man. I think that men are black men are deserving of respect. That shouldn't be a caveat. But I was just, in my opinion, I think that it's different. And I think that we focus on these small numbers, uh, you know, men that fit into these um, categories that are small in number all the time. That's why men are all aspiring to be high value men. And that's why all these crazy women are thinking that they are deserving of a high value man. It's no, just no, what we do. My slight disagreement is to think that it, it, it somehow solves the problem. Lessens it to a certain degree. I'll give you that if that's what you're trying to say. It still exists there. It still does. 
Okay. Thank okay. you. All right, Doctor. That's, that's all I want to say. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Thank you Thank for joining you us. We appreciate your um, commentary. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate your perspective and what you said as it relates to your own personal experience, too. Um, thank you. Like we didn't see Jay-Z get beat up in the elevator. You know what? Um, I'm not about to deal with you. OK, so um, the RX, uh, what is your take? Can everyone hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. OK, so because there seems to be some sort of miscommunication with the with the subject of groups of people being a monolith or being the vast majority. So with the super chat that I had posted earlier, because I know you said, I guess I somewhat hit a nerve when I had responded the way that I did. That wasn't intended to be malicious in any way, or that was not designed to upset either one of you. The, oh, the, you don't have to even make mention of that. We, we're okay with dissenting opinions, and I don't think that you were intentionally being malicious at, at all. And even if you were, you're welcome to it. That's your prerogative. Okay, I, I was just letting you know, like, I wasn't trying to come across as being, like, being combative or being malicious, but... There, there seems to be a disconnect on when we discuss monoliths, because I, I often hear you, uh, Concrete Rose and Sister George, constantly use that word. Well, we're not a monolith. We're not a monolith. We're, we're, we're aware of that. We are aware that there are exceptions to the rule. And normally when I speak, I normally don't speak just on the topic of black women, but women across the board. We understand that there are exceptions to the rule. It, it, it'd be physically impossible to say that all individuals fit within a certain category. But I believe what a vast majority of the men are saying is, in certain cases, sometimes the monolith or the unicorn or the exception to the rule doesn't always have a significant impact as we would like. So, for example, like what you mentioned as far as with the uh, the, the single mother issue in, in response to my super chat. Yes, there are exceptions to the rule on why women would be a single mother. For example, they may have to step up to the plate and take ownership for the child of a sibling or something along those lines. But at the same time, we cannot we can't use the exception to the rule to negate the the negative factors that we normally that we normally see that are contributing towards the issue, which normally falls along the lines of women being irresponsible and laying down with men that they know fully well they should not be laying down with. So I'll give you this example. Even for you two, one of you are engaged. The other is married. Clearly, y'all are monoliths. One of you is in the realm of becoming married. The other one is actually married. So, yes, you don't fit. You don't fit within that category. But you're two out of how many women, not just black women, women just in general that are in the realm of engagement or marriage. It's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. I'll give you another example. For instance, 
it's simple to say, or it'd be easy to say, well, yes, not every, every black person is a delinquent. Not every black person is chaotic. Yes, that's very true. But look at everything that's occurring in the world as of now concerning black people. The whole, the whole world is focused on us, whether we want to believe it or not. So, yes, there are exceptions to the rule. But at the same time, we can't use the exception to the rule to just completely negate the negative factors that are placing a target on us. I can I can easily say, well, yes, not every person in the hood is a troublemaker. Doesn't mean I'm going to pack my stuff up leave the decent neighborhood that I'm in to go move into the hood. That's what the men are saying. We understand that. We understand not all of you fall into the category. But is the monolith, are the unicorns and the exception to the rules enough to make an impact to change our perspective? A vast majority of the time, no. So that's all I was wanting to say. You know, I'm going to say this really quickly. I think that I agree, I understand your point. Um, I personally, um, I know that in some categories we may be looked upon as a monolith, but I think that when we talk about um, single mothers, you know, the, the single mothers that I know, and like even the circles that I travel in, maybe because I'm not seeing the ratchetry that is uh, seems to be so pervasive for everyone else, but then also there is some confirmation bias. Um, I think that people in this space, they look at um, examples that maybe Tom, Tommy Sotomayor may be posting, like, see, I told you all black women are ratchet. Look at them dancing on tables and fighting in buffets and yada, yada, yada. So I think that there is some, you know, confirmation bias, but I also do acknowledge that I don't travel in circles where I see ratchet women doing ratchet thing. I travel in circles where I see hardworking, career-driven women who are, um, you know, building businesses, buying homes, getting married, doing their dang thing. And as a result, maybe I'm ignoring some of what you all see. But also yeah. the flip side I'm of that is I'm, I'm sorry, maybe you guys are- on table. I know that they do. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm not. I'm not at all saying that it doesn't exist. I'm saying that it's not the standard. Is my point. Um, and I think that um, on the flip side, maybe if there was more recognition that there are some good women, that there are good single mothers, that there are good women doing good things, um, and that there are black women worth marrying and who do hold value, that it would um, be a more um, balanced conversation. So that's all. Um, but but I'm but, read but, uh, but 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 uh, are women willing to do that for men on the flip side? Just want to ask. That I think question. that we personally, myself and Danielle, uh, we often highlight um, the 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 same thing. We we rarely focus on like, and when we do, we ensure that we make a distinction that there are some good men and there there are some bad men who are just deadbeats or crappy or abusive or what have you. We we never speak about black men as if they are a monolith. We do not do that, and we can't say the same for most of the people in this space. That is very common in this space. 
Um, but I just wanted to read Andrew Wilkins' super chat really quickly. He says, Rose, you mean like how black women treat rich Michael B. Jordan and rich Tyrese. They disrespect them too. I am not saying that black women don't disrespect all men. I'm talking about those who are in their dating pool. Um, you know, that's what I'm specifically talking about. Uh, yeah, but anyways. Um, Andrew Wilkins also says, let's not forget grown black women with their over sense of self um, fools coming at Ricky Smiley's and LeBron's son because they date non-black chicks. Black women are a monolith. Yeah, that's the proof right there. Not, nah. um, But thank you, Andrew. We appreciate your support. Achille Gray says, a woman is more likely to value a man that she likes when she knows he can easily replace her. Women seek men who are admired by other men and women. I agree with that, and that is my overall point. Let me tell you something. Downstairs, I have a man who is not um, rich or wealthy. However, he is a high value man. All that he brings to the table, I have never in my life met a man who is comparable to who he is. And as a result, I move as though I value him because I do. And I know that I have something that I can't easily go out and get if man, he were to say this. Oh, man, come at all show. He Listen, must be putting the thing That's my move. But oh, no, I'm not, I'm not uh, on you. Know, my bad, girl. I thought I was you on realize, you. Whatever. When you realize you have a, a, a good thing, a good man, um, and you know that you just can't go out and, and find that so easily, um, you are more apt to value it and more apt to get in line because, baby, you know, you could be kicked to the curb. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you, uh, Andre Goody. Appreciate you. And that's all I got on that. Um, who was next? King. King, um, thank you for turning off your camera. We appreciate you. I don't know what you was trying to show us, but I would like to hear what you have to say on the topic and what you've heard thus far. King, you there? King. Uh, King said he was looking at. I'm not about to play. Oh, there we go. Hello. Go ahead, King. My bad. My bad. My bad. No problem. Uh, I'm sorry. I was distracted by the computer. Um, uh, no worries. What do you what are, What do you have to say about the topic or the conversation? Okay, hold on. Let me see what the topic is because I had it. I mean, I was looking at it. I mean. I wasn't distracted. The topic is, do you expect me to believe that all single women are bad baby mamas except for yours, i.e. yo mama? Oh, no, nah, man. I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that every single mother, every single black mother is bad. Is bad. I think there's some good mothers. I think sometimes, you know, they pick the wrong guys, as they usually do. But, um... No, I don't think so. I don't agree with that. I don't think they're. I don't think they're bad. I mean, I don't think all is bad. What I'm saying, but there are some. some there are some black women that's that's out of control. You know, a lot of them. But absolutely, every single black I mother agree. is not a bad one. I'm just saying. I agree, and that's all we and want I, to do is acknowledge that. But what what else? Uh, I mean, I know you've heard the conversation. But I feel like, is there anything else? Yes, but I feel like uh, I feel like we as 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 guys in the manosphere, we have to get our stuff together. Now, I'm not saying that we don't uh, hold these women accountable because we have to hold these women accountable. We gotta get we gotta get us right first. And if you're a real guy of the community, and if you can find a single mother with a child, 
and um, she be a good woman and all that. I think you should support her. I think you, if you like her, you should buy into her. You should invest in. Nope. Her because in a way, you helping. <laughs> you helping Let that man overall. finish. Go ahead, King. And I feel like, I feel like if you're not doing that and you just put, you know, you just going in and out of women and you just having, you just, you just as bad as the single mothers. So you just as toxic as them. So I'm just, I'm just saying, like I'm with the guys. But I'm just saying, if you can, yeah, man, try. It's nothing wrong with being a stepfather. And anyway, that child is, it, it might be your stepson or your stepdaughter, but then again, you're helping the bigger picture. So I believe, yeah, guys, don't, don't, you're not a simp if you, if you help and, and you be a man of the community and you do what you're supposed to do. Long as the lady's straight, she believe in God. She ain't dealing with none of this witchcraft stuff. She ain't playing with no cars, telling uh, telling the fortune, and all this stuff and all that. Yeah. Wait man, a minute, man. What's wrong with that? Uh oh, he knocking Ooh. you off the box. He said no witchcraft. I'm no just saying, man. you know the Bible says about that. That's all witchcraft. Witchcraft can save everybody. Stop. Listen, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So that's what I had to say. But I'm a child man too. But let me finish hearing the conversation with. Well, well, King. Uh, here's a question: Why don't you find some local single moms and write checks to them so you can support them for the bigger, <laughs> for the bigger picture? Well, if you if you live in New York, we have a guy named Nuradine who knows a lot of single moms. That if you want, yeah, to I know. Well, I hold on, hold on. I, I know a lot of single. Mo- I know a lot of single moms too. In PG County. But hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. I ain't say no uh, writing checks now. I don't know what you're talking about then. No, but you said you should I'm support these about... single moms. I thought you were trying to support the single moms. I'm talking about if you involved with a single mother. No. No, no, no. I'm, you, you're talking about supporting them, so I figured, oh, you must want to support them, so why I mean, don't we write if, if, if I Listen, if I, collect the, if I can collect the funds, I would. There's nothing really? wrong with that. Yeah, and you are not? God's most noblest of men. But look, <laughs> but I, I I'd rather not do that. I'd rather find a guy that would be there for the woman and the child than in order to do something like that because that's not going to help in the end game. So just putting out money and helping financially is going to help. But is she going to be dependent on that every time? You know what I'm saying? Are right. She help? needs someone that's gonna be a staple in that child's life, yeah. big truck. Yeah, we need to we need to help our community. And the only way we can get through this stuff that we're going through is the guy straighten up and we figure out what we're gonna do first. Because we can have all our opinions and do all this and say all this and all that, but we just on the damn panel ain't doing shit, but we're having our opinions mm. and we ain't doing nothing for our community. So what's the deal? Why why are you gonna be the all this mouth and you ain't about to action? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm well, y'all get, thank on, you. Get, get on your job, black man. Okay, King, I hear you. Listen, uh, y'all hear him, brothers. Let me read the super chats real quick. Ask King, is he related to Paco, SMH? You know that man is not related to Paco. And there was another one. Roger Report says, I just got here, but most single mothers are bad people. You can tell because most of them are complaining about excuse me, how bad their children's father is. Bad women have children with bad men. Okay, Roger. Uh, yeah, uh, I could have I could have predicted what he was going to say, but thank you for the support, Roger. We are actually Roger, going to start on, the process Roger. to have closing comments, and we're going to start with Sean. Sean, what are your closing comments on the topic, bro? 
As far as um, closing comments, uh, first off, I want to say, of course, uh, <clears throat> great panel, uh, good topic as always. You know, you got to expect this with the breakdown. So just got to say that. And thank you, Sean. Uh, when, it, when, it, when it comes to um, single mothers, I think we have to realize that for far too long, the uh, behavior and some of the choices that uh, single mothers have made have went unchecked and unchallenged for far too long. All right. If, if you need any uh, evidence or further example of this, you can look at it this way. When, when it comes to women, how often are us as men, are we told you're not supposed to ask a woman her age? You're not supposed to ask a woman how much she weighs. You're not supposed to ask a woman her body count. All right. Yeah. And and this is this uh, cloak of mystery, if you will, this uh, mystery uh, veil, it's been extended to single mothers to the point where, you're not you're not supposed to check their behavior or challenge them on the fact that you are a single mother, okay? And now, fast forward, here we are to the future, and now this uh, mystery veil has been pulled off, and now here we are as men, we're asking, oh, okay, well, you are a single mother in your mid-30s and you're overweight. Well, I'm sorry because my legacy and my last name is worth more than that because you have to look at it from a male's perspective and you have to say, okay, well, what man wants to show up to the party late and be forced to clean up the mess of another man because the single mother has gave her best years to the baby daddy, and now here you are as a man, you're left, you got to clean up the mess in the form of the children. No man wants to do that. A man wants to create his own legacy. He wants to pass down his own legacy to his own children, not another man's children. And so you have to look at it from that way. And uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you, Sean. You always add value to the conversation. Danny, what you got for him? I was going to say something different this time. I was going to thank Sean for being one of our great panelists that comes through and always supported. So we, always, we really, really appreciate this. I support. love seeing Sean. Definitely one of my favorites. Thank you, yeah. Sean. Thank you. Thank you. I love being on here. All right. See y'all Sunday. All right. Have Peace a good out. One. All right. Big Truck, what are your final thoughts on the topic? Okay. So, um, <clears throat> um, uh, once again, great uh, show. I uh, did share the stream because I knew it was going to be lit. And um, thank you. Let thank me just say, let me let me just say this. Um, you know, there. My thing is, if if there are men out there who have children, it's like I don't. You know, it, first of all, anybody's going to do what they want. If there's men who want to wife up single moms. Because especially if they already have children, yeah, that, that sounds great. In fact, that's probably a great idea. But ultimately, the issue is, and it's funny because you, you you keep hearing the rhetoric about building legacy. Me personally, I don't even buy used cars, so I damn sure don't want to use women. The reason why I worked so hard to accumulate so much money and to accumulate so much income was simply so it would be easier to get younger women and uh, that's basically how I do it. I'm 39, I'll be like 40 in like two months. And my chick is 23 going on 24. And I'm very proud of her because I can mentor her and she's nice and young. And this way, you I, her. Are you looking for a, a, yes, um, a, I can, a no, no, I'm, listening. I'm, not, look, uh, I'm not looking, I'm not trying to make her no daughter or anything. It's just that I can guide her in the way that I feel she needs to be guided. And the thing about it is when I got with her, the body count was zero, no body count at all. So that makes it even better. 
I am not interested in having to deprogram a woman in order to um, get rid of all the programming left over by these other guys. I'm not interested in a woman's other kids because those kids will always come before me. And I consider that a problem. The issue I think that most of these black men have right now is that the real marriage, quote unquote marriage, is really the child. If a man gets with a woman and he has a kid, that's the marriage itself. Whether there's a court involved or a church involved, the real marriage is between a man and the woman, and they are locked together by that child because that child ain't going nowhere, and that child is always going to be a memory or uh, um, it's that child is always going to be a reminder to that man that she's been with some other guy. She's been in the hospital laboring for some other guy. <laughs> Me personally, I'm not interested in that. It's just like I said, I don't like buying used cars. Yo, I, don't ego can't have take that? I don't have to work. What'd you say? Your ego can't take that? No, I know. Yeah. Listen, you know what's funny? I keep mm-hmm. hearing you use these code phrases to try to put the onus on the man and talk about how it's a joke. Uh, it, it's no, a no, joke. No, 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 it's not a joke. You meant it, it. is a joke. Yeah, how you gonna tell me if I'm saying a joke? I had a I had a joke. I had a on my channel the other day, and she was doing that same exact. If it wasn't thing. a joke, I'm grown. I wouldn't say that it's a joke. No, no, it was no, a listen, joke. Listen, I, it was. I was being facetious. But you know what? That facetiousness is all a constant thing that happens. And now men are waking up to it. Like this woman tried to pull on me. She tried to say, oh yeah, well, a real man is able to take care of other men's kids. I was like, that's the biggest fucking bullshit lie I've ever seen. How dare you even throw that at me? Well, let me say this really quickly, Big Truck. You just sat up here on the panel with me for over two hours while I talked about the fact that I don't think men with children should date women with children. I do think that it's a good thing for men to elevate their standards. Now, when I make a joke, that's the real me. And you, if you heard the beginning of our show, we did this back and forth sisterhood banter to start the show off, which is something we often do with our shows. I was joking with you. It's not that serious. No, listen, if you say it's a joke, okay. But I have to wonder, where's that joke coming from when we're constantly talking about a man's ego just because he says that he doesn't want a woman who has somebody else's kids. Had okay, we been lying, it was coming from a place well, of humor. Had, you said you we, don't have kids. I don't think men with kids should even date women with kids. Well, you are already know what would have happened had we been in the lion kingdom when the guy comes in he would have broke that kid's neck and he would have kept on moving but fortunately we're more civilized than that now men can simply disengage and say listen i refuse to date you because i know that that kid is always going to come first not me i refuse to deal with that furthermore i don't want anybody's baby daddy thinking that he can roll up into my house on a saturday and pick his kid up out of my house or anywhere around my house i don't need those issues because baby daddies out there uh, and you could call it hateful egos or whatever. That gets a lot of niggas killed out there. So me personally, men, men, this is the last thing I'm going to say. Men, get your credit up, buy your house, keep everything in your name. Do not co-sign for shit. Get yourself a younger woman that you can groom. Get a younger woman that you can groom. And this way, you won't have to deal with any of this nonsense. There you go. Have a, thank you very uh, much. Thank Have you for your time. commentary, Big Truck. I don't think that black women are necessarily out here looking for a man to take care of them and their children. Like we have oh, talked oh. about the statistics relating to black women and as it relates to them being like the top persons that are opening and creating businesses black women are the most enrolled or you know are are hold a higher number or are 
um, hold more degrees than black men. Um, black women are have no problem getting and into corporate America. And you also have more debt. And you, you also with, have more absolutely. That's true. But my degrees. point is that black and women. I don't think that they're looking for someone to fund their lifestyle and take well, care of their children. Yeah, well, well, between However, the college debt, between the college debt that you have, if not for the the welfare state. Hold on. No, no. King, first of all, King, King, King. If you, first of all, I told you already, take your checkbook, go find yourself a single mom to support. But <laughs> go anyway, ahead, Big Chuck, and finish no, your the last, thing, no, the last thing I'm going to say, if it wasn't for this overburdened welfare state and this court system that has been tilted in the favor of women, y'all would absolutely not be singing that tune because you wouldn't be able to. That's such a false narrative, though, regarding true. black women and welfare. We actually need to do a show on that because y'all like to make no. make it seem like black women are welfare queens. Black yep. women have never been the the, the number one um, people uh, of obtaining welfare from the state. In addition to that, like yeah, welfare reform does not allow black women to live off of welfare. Well, when they call it welfare reform, my thing is take all of the welfare away. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're black. And I damn sure don't care if you're Hispanic or Asian. I wouldn't give you a goddamn dime. So when it comes oh. time for you to find a man, you better go out there and you better treat him right. Otherwise, you're going to be out on the street. Bitch. Okay, oh, truck. sorry. You didn't say <laughs> um, okay. Thank you for your commentary, you're Big Truck. Thank you, you, thank always you very much, keep it. Love you very much. Thank, thank you, you. Thank so you so much. You always keep it lively, and we can always count on you to, if nothing else, make it entertaining. So I thank keep you real, for your I keep it real. I keep it real. Thank you. Have a good one, Big Truck. <laughs> All right. Final comments from King. What are your final thoughts on the topic and your contribution? <laughs> I, I can't stand you. I really can't. My <laughs> final comment. I, first of all, his, I don't know what size he is, but he... Oh, you know he's still in the bed now. Don't talk too much, Big King. Your big I'm a little back up here. But, <laughs> there you go. Big Truck, right. get his ass. Wait, you, you ask what size I am? Well, you know, what kind of question is that to ask another man? Oh God! So messy. I am. You listen, buddy. I'm six foot six. I'm definitely older than you, and I'm not pulling out my checkbook for single moms. All right. Oh, <laughs> bro. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm just okay. Bro. But listen. All right, bro. big truck. We want to let King get his final in because it is getting late. It's almost Y'all can get King's phone number because he seems like he wants to donate to you. I don't need any help. I have a very good fiance downstairs that takes always of need more. And my kids are grown and live on their own, so I'm good. All and right. if y'all do need help, it's always the, the most high. Always go to him. <laughs> That's right, goddammit. All right, King. All right. What you got for us, brother? I just gotta say, man, 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 I appreciate you guys on the podcast. Y'all always bring you know, wheel, and y'all always being fair. And uh, to all those who talking about being a simp, I'm not a simp. I'm definitely far from that. And uh, just you know, black men get our stuff, get our stuff together first before we worry about these women. That's the problem. We worry about these women too much. We worry about ourselves. So y'all have a nice day. Mm. Thank you, King. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for joining. I believe this was your first time on our panel. We yeah. um, definitely enjoyed having you on. Make sure you come back and check us out and enjoy your evening. On to my brother, Black Wizard. What are your final thoughts? <laughs> Y'all kill me, uh, man. Listen, it's, that's Danny. She's so dang on messy. I can't hey, stand hey. her. She, she came up behind him and said, bitch, oh. <laughs> 
She left that man back up on here on the panel, just messy. Carla, <laughs> get your wife. Get your wife, <laughs> Mrs. Middleton. You know, I ain't, get, I ain't get no entertainment outside of cooking and cleaning and shit and being in the house. <laughs> so this I gotta get it in. Don't be using us. Don't be letting folks attack me for your dang on entertainment. What the hell? <laughs> Slow down. But um, oh man, uh, <laughs> man, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, the I think uh, I think uh, to you guys' point, there are a lot of people who are who may be traumatized in this in the space um i think uh a lot of people recognize trauma as like something like really drastic but uh i don't think they uh kind of view it as i think i think trauma could could stand to have a more nuanced view in this uh in this space um like if you go to kevin samuels you know show or whatever he'll say that we all need therapy. And uh, I don't, I wouldn't say that we all need therapy, but I'm just going to say therapy wouldn't help <laughs> or wouldn't hurt. So, right. so like, um, you know what, Black, black uh, Wizard, when you said therapy wouldn't help, I was like, God damn. No, <laughs> like, no. oh. Okay. I'm, I'm I ain't lost that much. But, uh, I was like, shit. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying it wouldn't hurt. Um, okay. Tra- trauma isn't as, uh, Trauma isn't as drastic as people think it is, but it does have a really big uh, effect on the way we view things. And when you start viewing things in the in the sense of like uh, you're trying to protect yourself from something, like uh, like women, for example, or men, for example, you know, then it usually stems from something that's happened to you or that you've taken personally in your childhood that you're trying to protect yourself from, and uh, that fear-based reaction can lead to a lot of damaging things in your life. Now I say that. And also, I don't think, I don't think that men coming here and discussing the things that they, you know, have found to be true in their lives is necessarily a bad thing. I think there's a lot of people who say men need to, you know, talk about their feelings more and stuff like that. But when it comes out in the form that it comes out here, they got, they got a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to, people want what they want, but they want it to happen in the way that they think it should happen. Well, men are talking about what they feel and what they experience and what they think is true. And it's not happening the way you like, but that you're just going to have to deal with it because this is the way, this is the way that they, that, you know, men want to speak about the problems that they have. And if this is the way that it comes out, this is the way that it comes out. So, um, that's my uh, that's my take on this. Uh, I do think there's a lot of trauma out here. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but um, I think if it is negatively affecting you, then uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to seek some therapy. Thank you, Black Wizard. We absolutely love having you on. You always come with a logical, rational, calm um, um, input on the conversation. So we definitely appreciate you. This was a super dope show. Don't um, play me, C Rose. You know, no, I, I'm, I'm serious. Sister George put me on game already. She already told no, me that y'all just say that to everybody. I, I, no, she may say that to everybody. I don't say things that I don't mean. Like if I rock with you and I jive with you, you won't hear me saying that to people who I don't really enjoy their presence on the show. Can when I say that, I mean off it. Of me? No, <laughs> listen. But you know, I do want to respond to something really quickly. Um, I, I 
agree that this space is needed for men. I am all in favor of this space. To be completely honest, there's not a space that I would rather be in. Y'all get toxic and like draining for me. So I don't spend as much time in the space as I used to. However, I enjoy this space. I absolutely enjoy the dialogue that we have in this space. I think it is needed for men. I am not trying to make light of how men feel their complaints. They are absolutely valid, but we do like to try to bring balance to the conversation by talking about the other side of the coin. Uh, we made like of it with our topic of, um, of the show, but we do really need to explore if there is some underlying trauma that is bringing you to the way that you feel about Black women. Maybe that is, so, and I don't expect men to come on the, the panel and admit it, but maybe that is something that you should explore. If you're, you have this deep-rooted resentment for, for Black women that stems back to your childhood, then there is some, um, you know, you should talk to a therapist and be able to get that out and heal and, you know, overcome those traumas. Even if you never want to date an African-American woman or a, an American woman or American black woman again in life, you should still heal it for your future relationship. It's not healthy to carry that baggage around. It's so daunting and it's heavy. And, you know, then you come here to this space, although you've married someone outside of the black community, you come here to get your rocks off by dogging out black women. That is it, it, that is not healthy in any way, shape, or form, no matter what you say. So if you do have some deep-seated trauma stemming from your childhood, address that and go get the help you need, brother or sister, whomever you are. Um, aside from that, I just want to thank everybody who joined the panel and who contributed to the conversation. Y'all were dope, dope, dope. Even those with dissenting viewpoints like uh, Big Truck with his triggering self, just loud and unruly. But we appreciate when he comes on because he's always funny. I even enjoyed what Archer added and everyone else as well. Um, thank you to uh, everyone who super chatted us. We definitely appreciate you guys. And thank you to the dope chat for keeping it all the way live like y'all do. Oh, and thank you to kick clouds for um the cash apps too we appreciate you bro um yes uh shout out to everybody who came through um if you guys don't know curlin and i will be featured on the profit of thought channel tomorrow mm. you low babe so um y'all should definitely come check us out it will be at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time so if you're not doing anything tomorrow, come check out me and Curlin on the Prophet of Thought series. Um, today was a great show per usual. Sunday, though. Sunday? Sunday. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready. We got a special guest Sunday. Y'all ain't ready for Sunday's show. Ready, honey. They swear they be ready. They swear <laughs> they, they'll never know. They, they don't. Hot big shit popping over here. Anywho. That part. Mm. But anywho, it was a great show. Shout out to the panel. Shout out to everybody who cashed out us and who super chatted us, especially Andrew Wilkins. He was our, our super chatter of the day. Of he the was. Day. Thank you, Andrew. And to the crazy ass chat, y'all didn't kept me hollering over here. Mm -hmm. I've been, I had to go on mute quite a few times <laughs> uh, while I've been, been over here. So um, shout out to y'all. Y'all could have been anywhere, but y'all came to rock with us. So that's that always dope. We really appreciate the support. Tell Carlin I said, give my good sister a break now. Give her a night off. Why are you just I know he ain't trying to get <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he low down. 
low down, baby. You see it. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys have a great night and um, be safe. Um, we're Thanks. out.